Okay, all right. Uh, hello, hello. Had to get hello. a drink of water there to kick this off. Um, and my lips are still wet, huh? Uh, <laughs> welcome to another exciting episode of Cosplay Bites, the show about cosplays, conventions, and all the extra nerdy bits and bites. Um, for today's episode, I am extremely happy and excited to have the ever-so-wonderful uh, Emerus Concept as my guest today. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, when, so I guess to start it off, um, I essentially came across you after falling head over heels in love with your gender Ben Trevor Belmont cosplay. Oh. And this that's... was right, right at the turn of the Castlevania anime as it was premiering. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Yeah, the photos were incredible, the costume was incredible, and then, uh, yeah, I just got sucked down your rabbit hole of cosplays ever since. Well, I'm pleased that my, uh, my dumpster fireman was what, was what snapped you. <laughs> I um, love Trevor so much. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to watching the newest season. Oh, you're in for a treat. Am I? I? Yes. Oh. I, I think season three... Was setting you up for uh, they wanted to get all of the all of the trauma in in season three, and then season four is just a really it's a really good wrap up for everything. Ah, uh, okay, that's the last season. Mm-hmm. For uh. um for Trevor's arc at least, obviously Alucard gets to keep going for the entire rest of the series. But... Oh. Interesting, interesting. Yep. I think I think he's a character in most, if not all, of the games. If I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't actually played any Castlevania games because I'm very bad at video games. And they yeah. are Castlevania not... is not my forte either. I yeah. don't I don't bother. There's a reason why uh there's an entire genre of games named after part of it with the whole Metroidvania thing. Metroids where... aren't my thing either. I can't do yep. it. I, I did <laughs> I get I get overwhelmed with the concept of going backwards and trying to find new areas. Like, I'd get yep. lost. I could use a strategy guide, but I'd just get lost. I don't want to. People who thrive in Metroidvania games are too powerful for me. I fear them. <laughs> yeah, they they too much a, high, a very high IQ. I I we're <laughs> we're dumb compared to them. Um, I mean, <laughs> luckily, there's a very nice show that we can both enjoy. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, oh good, we're getting into the thick of it. But, mm -hmm. before we go even deeper, um, uh, innuendos, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> in any case, why don't I give you the floor and you can give me all about your uh, nerdy history. Uh, give sure. me your origin story, if you will. <laughs> Alrighty, well, um, I grew up a very bookish homeschooler. Um <laughs> And uh, was raised on a lot of Star Wars and Star Trek. Like, really, Star Wars, Star Trek, Chronicles of Narnia, and The Lord of the Rings. Ooh, kind of like, okay. Uh, so I had a strong mix of sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, my parents also played a lot of, like, early PC puzzle games like Myst and uh, 
its various like spiritual successors um so i had a lot of uh which is why i tell people i'm not a gamer despite having grown up playing lots of pc games because the pc games i played were like weird puzzle games sure (laughs) um but the uh so i had that kind of like baked in in a in a weird sort of way um and the fact that like i was homeschooled so i wasn't like out and around people very much at all uh Mm. like that that sort of stuff became very it colored the way that i like related to and interacted with people a lot just as much as like if i can find something like if i can find like a tv show that we have both seen or a game that we have both played or a book that we have both read like that is how I will relate to you as a person. As oh, opposed, yeah, good, like, of course. Oh, like, what school did you go to? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't help you there. <laughs> um, nope. But, uh, and uh, to be honest, I feel like that's pretty much the way it is for a lot of people. At least a lot of people who would probably be listening to me right now. What matters is the things that you are kind of, like, uh, gaga over as part of, like... The, your fictional blood mm. um but i ended up getting deep into anime but not until uh college because i had a very very good friend uh that i stayed in touch with like from childhood all the way through like i'm actually i'm running him through uh arr right now it's very fun because i'm just watching him go through all of the quests and being his taxi in game. Uh, okay. But um, he introduced me to Full Metal Alchemist, and from there it was just like deep into anime territory. Uh, I watched uh, Batman Begins and got really into DC Comics. So like all Ooh. of that is like very, very mixed. Uh, all of that got thrown into the pot and stirred up, and uh, here here I am today. My first convention was also the result of my very good friend uh dragging me up to my first emerald city comic-con um okay because at the time we all lived in oregon um and emerald city is in seattle and we kind of threw together like slapdash cosplays because we're like don't people usually wear costumes to these kinds of things we don't know um so (laughs) one of my friends and i dressed up as the 10th and 11th doctors from doctor who Ah, and then uh Someone else was Zatanna, and someone else was Carmen San Diego. So, like, we just kind of showed up in like closet cosplays, and then got there, and then we're like, "People go so hard with this! Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god!" <laughs> so like, we basically got back from that event, and we're like, "We can do better." <laughs> and Ooh, so our next okay. event after yeah, you got that, motivated. okay, not better than other people, just better than we had done, obviously. Okay. Um. So our next event after that was uh, Sakuracon, Sakuracon, however you want to pronounce it. I've literally heard both with equal frequency. Mm. Um, uh, Sakuracon 2013, and we decided that since there was a group of us who were really uh, into this whole idea, we wanted to do a group together. So we did the Kyoshi Warriors from Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, um, oh, okay, yeah, that's good, that's good. It's still one of my favorite things that we've ever done, like the very first thing we ever did, because the sure. it was kind of a lightning in a bottle experience in as much as like it was our first 
convention where we felt like we knew what we were doing, obviously, second convention ever. Um, and there was a lot of buzz around Avatar at the time because Korra was about to come out. And uh, we took the time to learn um, a... Uh, oh... A Tai Chi uh, fan kata to perform Ooh. while we were in our costumes. How many of you so, were there? There were, I want to say, five of us. Okay, it's a decent size, yeah. I feel like there was five of us because we posed a lot in like pyramid formations okay. <laughs> or like triangles or something. I'm trying to remember, like, uh, that feels right. I feel like it would be bad form for me to stop and check my phone to confirm, so I'm sticking with it. Okay. Um, but it was just a ton of fun. And then from there, that experience and just the amount of, like, shared enthusiasm that I experienced, like, I, I can't get that out of... It's, like, part of the fiber of my soul now. <laughs> right. Um... I still have, like, most of my cosplay friends, like, in, in this area where I live are from that very first uh, SakuraCon that I attended. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's just funny. You're, like, cosplay begins with, like, a ragtag group of random people. You get two doctors and mm-hmm. throw, throwing Carmen San Diego into the mix. and. Yep. Yeah, and then... Next time, we're just like, we're all gonna match. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah, you did Kiyoshi Warriors, which was, mm-hmm. was that planned, because, was that just, like, ran, was that planned a long time ago, or was that just, like, happenstance think... that Korra was just coming out as you were doing oh, this? that was pure happenstance. We got Luck. back okay. from, yeah, we got back from Emerald City. Uh, and like the next week, I think we were already planning like, okay, what groups can we do? And I think a month or two later, uh, they announced that Core was gonna was in production, or like mm. the, they released the trailer or something like that. Oh, so okay. we were just like, oh, well now we have to do a good job on this. Twenty thirteen yeah. when Cora came out. Um, I'm not sure if that's when it came out, but that was when uh. This one now I have to, that can't I have to be, look that it up. Can't, no, I have to look it up. That can't be that long ago. Uh no. Uh oh no, it came out in twenty twelve. So I guess it was season season two, maybe, that they had released. It's ten years old? Yeah. Oh my god. I know. What is time? I don't know, but it is uh rude is what it is. Horrifying, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Sheesh. Okay, well, <laughs> we had a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shoot, I'm gonna. I'm gonna grab. Well, I mean, I did grab stuff from that and segue. Oh, so like. So yeah, you're just like a. I, I guess I'll say like all around nerd or like a jack of all trades because well yeah you you got like facets of every side of geek dominia with um i i have a i have an approximate knowledge of many things and deep knowledge of very few things (laughs) yeah yeah uh 
So are you 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 are you preferable to DC over Marvel? Um, I am typically because I not necessarily because of the storytelling. Um, just because some of the characters that I have attached myself to in DC, I've attached myself to very strongly. So if I was going to go one way or the other, like I would literally fight a person on the street. If they said something bad about Dick Grayson, like I, I will start a fight. Um, are you, wait, are are you dead serious? Oh yeah, totally. He's my boy. I love him. Damien Wayne, uh, very, very uh, close Okay, to so you. can you break up with your partner and date me instead? Because I'm a full-blown... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I could, I could show you afterwards, but I have a Nightwing tattoo on my arm. He is my nice. favorite superhero, bar none. He is... Like... Oh, my God. He might have <laughs> been... He might have been my first human crush. Because everyone's first crush was the animated Fox Robin Hood, and you can't convince me otherwise. But okay. aside from that... um. No, I was always that kid that, like, I was watching shows with, like, adults and kids. And I always thought it was weird that, like, kids my age would talk about, like, how attractive, like, the adults were. I'm just like, but that's creepy, though. What about the what about the kids, though? So, yeah. like, when I was watching Star Trek, I was always, like, a big Wesley fan because he was the only kid on the show. Right. Oh, man. But, and, like, when I was first introduced to Batman as, like, a kid, I'm just like, oh, look, there's a kid. I can go hang out with the kid. Of course, it was, it was Dick. So I'm just like, oh, well, you're my favorite now, obviously. Yeah. Um, And then I met Big Barda, and I adore her. (laughs) I love Barda so much. You went from Boy Wonder to Herald of Dark Tide. Okay, that's a jump. love her. She (laughs) plays Pokemon with kids on the street. And thinks it's a warrior's game. I love her. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. I... In, in, I where, in where? In the show? In the comics? What's... No, in a comic. Um, I... It's one of the Justice League comics. I can't tell you which one. But there okay. is this... There's a series of panels that I've come across over and over again. Where it is just Barda... Um... <coughs> playing cards with some little girl in new york and it is very clear that they are playing pokemon <laughs> oh my gosh you know pokemon wow. except for you can't say that it's pokemon because copyright <laughs> right right but um they're talking about elemental damage matchups and stuff like that <laughs> and it's it's great i love it so much yeah um, no my I want to say I always knew who Nightwing was, but maybe I mm-hmm. didn't. And that, like, so, like, my first, like, real, like, experience in, like, falling in love with the character was legit the, and you probably know this, the, it's the Teen Titans episode where Starfire gets sent, thrown into the future by Dr. Mm-hmm. White, and she goes into the tower, she sees Robin, and he's like, I haven't seen him only, and it just, I'm Nightwing now. It's like, oh my god, you look so badass. Yeah. I really, I feel bad because I stopped like half, like I stopped at the mid-season break uh, for season three of Young Justice, um, and I haven't picked it back up again. Apparently, it gets quite traumatic, so I've also been a little scared. But um, I've been enjoy, I really enjoy, like, I really appreciate that show for a. I feel like it's probably the best, like, 
animated representation of Dick as a character from like Robin through to adulthood. Um, that's my personal opinion. I don't I know just, if you feel the same way or not. But... I just recently got like login info from my mother for HBO Max, so I haven't dove oh, yeah? in. I haven't dove into Young oh. Justice, and I'm well. I'm scared to because I feel like I forgot what the hell happened in the second season. It's just like that's fair. So I don't know if I have to rewatch it. I mean, I did watch all of Titans, mm-hmm. which it was it was good. <laughs> okay, I, I I haven't seen it, so I don't have an opinion yet. But, oh really? No, I yeah. um. There is it. It is a transition from like Robin to Nightwing, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the actor did a good job. Nice. Um, it's also sad at some points, but um, yeah. it, it's very interesting mm-hmm. to see like this kind of view, and then I just find it hilarious, and because. I also had binge watched through using a friend's login info like a year prior, like all of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So seeing one of the uh, one of the Mormons be Bruce Wayne was kind of hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, Wait, was it Jorah? Jorah Mormont played Bruce Wayne in, really? in Titans. Yeah. Ooh. Very a very old like out of like out right. of commission Bruce Wayne. Like a like a Terry McGinnis Bruce almost Wayne. yeah kind of like a Terry McGinnis kind of thing. Oh, I love Terry too. I love the Bat Fam. They're my precious maladaptive babies. Yeah, are you looking forward to the Batman movie? I am kind of like I'm. I'm interested to see. Like, I feel a little bad for saying this, but if I was going to pick a a DC movie to be made, it would not have been another Batman movie, just because I feel like we have three really good batman movies um yeah but i am very interested to see because i i just love i love watching people that i wouldn't necessarily have cast in a role to see like how how they're gonna like what their take on the yeah like what yeah. they're gonna bring to it um so i'm i am very interested i am going to say on record though because maybe someone who makes movies will hear this please give me a static shock movie i want it so badly virgil's a very good boy yeah apparently i read they're trying to make another cw show Hmm. that's titled gotham knights okay around the same time as the game is coming out where bruce wayne is is dead Uh uh-huh and apparently supposedly um Nightwing, uh-huh. Spoiler, and Bluebird are going to be characters in the show. Interesting. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've read the current line of Nightwing comics. I haven't. I. Uh, oh my god! It's it's it. I've heard good things though. This current run is one of the best Nightwing runs I've read in a long time. Like, oh, Tom, Tom Taylor does a good job at understanding the character. I'm so glad to hear And I mean, I mean, there was this traumatic moment where I stopped reading mm-hmm. because um, they pulled the amnesia arc on him. Oh. He gets shot in the head in an issue of Batman and mm-hmm. forgets he was Nightwing. Ooh. And That's wants to go by Rick Grayson, like R.I.C. <laughs> it was very bad. I stopped reading. I stopped reading. Then they announced that, you know, he's going to have his, he, he gets his memories back or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. New creative team. And okay, I mean, okay. 
I mean, Tom Taylor at the time was known for for killing Nightwing in his Injustice run. Oh, and, it's that uh, guy. It's that oh. guy, yeah. But he does a good damn a damn good job. Yeah, I mean, like throwing in the Titan in some of the issues, and because I I guess it it the main crux of this arc, like this is like the last thing I'll say about it before I I before I give too much away. Because I I would highly recommend you check out like the start of his rebirth run mm-hmm. up until like this point. But I guess I guess Alfred dies. At some point? Oh, no, not Alfred. But he leaves his fortune to Dick. Oh, that so he doesn't uses, surprise me at all. <laughs> so he uses the money to, like, help build a better community for yeah. Bloodhaven. Because he moved yeah. there. And, uh, it's... That's it, whole thing. It's just very, it's very good. Like, I am very pleased at how he's been handling the character. And I am... I don't know. I am hoping the Gotham Knights game is good because I definitely want to give that a shot. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, and uh, I mean, other than that, other favorite DC heroes of mine include the Flash. Which one? All of ba- them, or like <laughs> Barry? Oh, the classic, um, the dad. Yeah, and. Aquaman, I really love the comic runs. Like, the New nice. 52 run of Aquaman was really good. Um, That's the one that I will say that I prefer the New 52 over, <laughs> the, over the previous or the Rebirth. Right. I have, I have a rough relationship with New 52. I, I... It had I some mean, good the, stuff in it. The Nightwing run was good. Yeah. And then the, they turned him into a spy, and then I read that later. Yeah. Because, no, that didn't that didn't jive with me. Nah, it wasn't theatrical enough. Um, Dick is the theatrics of Batman. Like, let him be weird and colorful. Funny enough, uh, New Fifty Two Nightwing was my first cosplay. Like, I did his red really? emblem Fun. back in twenty twelve. It is a cool look. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I felt special because I felt like I was the only person doing that color scheme of Nightwing. Oh, it's <laughs> everyone hard. does is blue. Yeah, well, blue is very classic and very recognizable. It's hard to want to branch out unless you have like a strong connection to it. If you want like the oh, like uh, what what are you cosplaying moments? Like if you're cool with that, please do the alternate stuff because someone will have their day made because of it. But every once in a while, you're just like, I just want people to know who I am. Yeah, yeah. Um. Thoughts on the Snyderverse? Any? Ooh. Um, <laughs> well, this is where I'm going to make enemies, probably. I am not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's filmmaking style. Okay. Um, which means that there's a lot of elements that I appreciate. But the types of stories that... Like, the way he tells stories n- is never my favorite, honestly. Okay. Um, so, the... And I think... I think when you see how deeply I appreciate, like, JRPG storytelling, I feel like that is kind of understandable. Ooh, okay. Um, Zack Snyder is a very Western storyteller. Um, Not in as much as, like, like cowboy Western, but in, like, a a very identifiably, like, American Western storyteller. Um, And that's not a bad thing. It's just not my favorite style. That that makes sense. Yeah, I I can can see the comparison. Yeah. 
but I really love his casting choices. Like, the dude can cast characters. Because, like, Henry Cavill looks amazing as Superman. Ben Affleck was actually one of my favorite Batmans, I'm not going to lie. I liked Batfleck a lot as, as like, an older Batman. Oh, yeah. He, he, was, he um, was great as Batman. I, I agree. Like, everyone... And, like, I loved Alfred. Like, I... All of the elements were there. It just wasn't necessarily the stories that I wanted to see. But that's not, like, anyone's fault. It's just wasn't my style. Right. But they do look very cool, though. And I was pleased that they included Cyborg because Vic is also a very good boy and deserves more attention. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was that whole drama with the actor and Josh Whedon and... Oh, I wasn't... Oh, that mess. I didn't oh, follow that... the production, uh, so I wasn't... I'm not aware of any of that. I hope... Nothing. He just... he just, he just No, he just got mistreated by Josh a bunch oh. during the film, and then just got yeah. sidelined. Yeah. I, I won't go into it. You could probably look it up on your own time, but... That's, that's not, fair. Not a pretty... It's not a pretty story. I am disappointed, but not surprised, unfortunately. Um... Jason Momoa is a fantastic Aquaman. Yes, he um, uh, he did not disappoint. I'm Dude looking can forward cast. To his, yeah, I'm looking forward to a sequel. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. I do because that movie I, was so fun and yeah. And now I actually have an appreciation for the upcoming Flash movie because this may be a sad admission, but through HBO Max, I finally, finally watched. The original Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever for the first time. Really? Yeah. What What did you think? I can understand why people like Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, he's fun. He's he's. And potentially how people probably got horny for Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman because oh, Jesus God. Christ, she's hot. <laughs> she has the she has the presence that I would want from Catwoman. <laughs> Like, Selena Kyle or no, like, that's the kind of, like, you need that sort of, like, commitment to being the most powerful person in the room. Yeah. Even if it's by sheer crazy, like, like, you got, you got to commit to it. Um, but yeah, no, Michael Keaton is, uh, probably, I think he's the most personable Batman, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it was... It was very funny because, like, them being Tim Burton movies, there's a lot of choices with a capital C being made. Like, uh, okay. Like, I think, I think the first Batman movie doesn't he sleep upside down, or like spend upside, like spend time what? in like a suspension, like. I thing, don't know. Like, I don't remember. Or some, like part of his brooding. I might be totally misremembering that, but I feel like there was there were some interesting choices made as far as like. Uh, the aesthetics of Batman, but uh -huh. like he was like he was likable, like yeah, I uh, he was still dark, but he was likable, and I I think that that is part of the reason why he like is still so popular as Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it'll it'll be interesting if they are gonna. I mean, it sounds like they are gonna go through the Flashpoint route with the Flash movie. Oh, that's gonna be. That's going to be a time. Because I, I, well, I don't know if it would confirm or maybe he dropped out of the role, but I thought I heard that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was going to play Thomas Wayne, Batman. Ooh. Um, which is too perfect. 
of yeah. casting. Honestly. Again, dude can cast. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I I don't think it's Zack Snyder making the Flash movie. Oh. It's. Well, someone else can cast too then. Yeah. Because I think Supergirl was going to be in it, and like I did it with another Flash in the trailer. Um. I am very. Don't worry. This is me having a new love for Emirates because we're, we're giant DC fans. I was we will say, get welcome to welcome to DC talk. Yeah, we'll get to other topics. I swear, we'll, we'll, we will. I promise. This means it's <laughs> going to be a long episode, so strap in. Um, I am having a hard time understanding why now of all times there is such a love for Black Adam. I understand huh. that The Rock had a thing for him, and I he he feels he was made for that role. Mm-hmm. But I just like, but why, why Black Adam? <laughs> Where did I'm, this come from? I'm not gonna lie, I have no clue either. I think that. Where did Shazam um, come? Where did this love for Shazam come from? That's that's a fair. I don't know. Like, they've been including Shazam in a lot of things, like the animated. Uh, Justice League cartoons and stuff like that and then like he's in Injustice 2 so I feel like he's been kind of around for a while so people are familiar with him as like being present but like the like the movie from a couple years back was definitely the first time that anyone's taken the time to really like develop him as far as like giving us Billy Batson's origin story, giving us any real lore about Shazam or whatever. So I think mm. people are finally getting to know the character and like the lore and like the family more and stuff like that. And so now they're like, yeah, just give, give us more. Like, let's, let's keep going and see where this goes. It's kind of like how I feel like into the spider verse really like kicked the door in on like, uh, the rest of possible Spider-Man storytelling aside from just Peter Parker, which is great because I also love Miles. Please just give give me alternate, give me alternates, please. I love them. They need more attention. <laughs> My favorite runs of like Batman comics recently. Oh, we're still like Dick is Batman too. I just love, I love established characters, but I love it even more when like we get people filling in for them or like, characters that are like normally sidelined and like get explored more yeah there's there's this upcoming comic event that's happening in dc that i probably won't follow because i honestly just follow nightwing at this point that's fair um <laughs> he'll keep you busy enough <laughs> but apparently they're gonna kill the entire justice league and uh, it's like gonna, they do they're gonna explore a world without the justice league it's actually this next event called dark crisis like, oh. cool, another crisis event. Cool, what are we doing now? That, yep. But So they're exploring, like, a way to bring them back and, like, just a world without the Justice Week, like, the main core members. Mm -hmm. But one of the panels shows, like, everyone gathering in memoriam. And who's stepping up to make a speech? It's fucking Nightwing. Because of course it is. Because he's, is. like, the... Because, well, no, because he's had connection with every... I wanted to... He, he's, like, the linchpin of the entire universe. He really is. He is because the, he's connected to so many people. He's the Batman sidekick whose favorite superhero is Superman. Like, That's where he got his name. Yep. It's, he it's, loves it's, Kryptonian. I, I know. 
This is now a Dick Grayson Stan podcast. Uh, Welcome I will to be re- Grayson Fancast. I will be renaming this podcast this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm just... I, I don't know. Because it's like... So I first got back into comics hardcore um, mm-hmm. through Green Lantern. Because my friend... Oh. My friend lent me like Sinestro Core War graphic novel collections. Nice. So I thought that was cool, which then led me into reading Blackest Night, mm-hmm. which then got me into reading mostly Green Lantern and The Flash, like Brightest Day event. Eventually it all led into Flashpoint, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you got the New 52 where I stuck with Nightwing, Batman, Justice League Dark. That's a fun one. Speaking I of it. like marginalized characters, I love the magic side of the DCU. I mm-hmm. love it. It's it's and like I don't Everyone's know. So gosh darn weird. I love them. I I don't know if Guillermo del Toro's like Dark Universe movie is still happening because oh, he's be been so perfect for it's it. It's been on. He's been on and off about that movie. That's I don't fair. know if it's still like happening. If it got canceled or whatever the hell, but I think yeah, he I think he would he is the like best director to do like that kind of like oh, horror, for sure. like a horror-y, like kind of magic DC comics. Like I don't yeah. know, but um, I want to Lovecraft Country style like TV show, but with DC comics. I know <laughs> I know that Lovecraft Country is very much about racism and not about cosmic horror, <laughs> but also. It did cosmic horror really good too. I appreciated it a lot. Yeah. I will say Matt Ryan is a fantastic John Constantine. He literally stepped him out of the oh, comic good. book. It, good. It, it's great. I mean, I enjoyed the Arrowverse for what it was and what it did. Yeah. With its own, they did Crisis. I know. Which was, it was nuts. very ambitious. Yeah. Um. What else about DC Comics can we gush about? <laughs> oh boy! I, I love John. Hmm? Go ahead. I was just gonna say I love John Jones too. He's he's good. He's so lonely. He needs a hug. Poor guy. Yeah. I liked him in Supergirl. That is actually the number one re- reason why I started watching Supergirl. Is <laughs> because I heard it had John in it. I'm like, well, here we go. Okay, so have you seen Superman and Lois? Um, no, I haven't. Um, I uh, I knew that it was coming out. I feel like I didn't have like access to it at the time for some reason, so it kind of like passed me by a little bit. If you can get access to the CW app, it they mm-hmm. always have like episodes on the next day after oh, it's on TV. Okay. Don't have to pay for it, but I mean, rad. Have you seen Tyler Hecklin play Superman? Yes, I did. I saw him in so Supergirl. Do you, do, so, do you have? Can you agree that he is the best portrayal of Superman we've ever gotten? I I feel that hard. So it's very funny. I am going to slightly disagree, but you are going to laugh at me because of this. Because my favorite Superman, like live action Superman, was Brandon Ruth. In the Superman Returns movie oh, from like 2002 or something like that. Just because he's such a good Clark. And I feel like the Clark side of Superman is so ignored. Yeah. Like, and, and for that reason, I will not... 
I, I will agree with you that, um, oh, shoot, who's the actor again? Tyler Hecklin. Tyler, yes, he's, he is fantastic, just because he is so stinking likable. Like, and that's just Clark. Like, yeah. that, that's his whole thing, is he's just so sweet and also could crush you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was so funny how Brandon got to be Superman again during the crisis event. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great. It, it was I'm great. I'm so glad. Yeah. Um, that was a good movie. Yeah. For what it was. It was... It. I blame marketing because it was... It definitely felt like this is a very obvious, like, ode slash pickup to, like, the Christopher Reeve movies. Christopher Reeve Superman, yep. But I yep. don't think any, like, I think Batman Begins had just come out. And so I think everyone was primed. Was this even before Batman Begins? I can't remember. But Superman I do Returned, remember I people. Was, I'm looking, I wanted to remember. Yep, I was right. 2006. Okay. Batman Begins. Was a year before. Okay, yes. Because I remember a lot of people being like, oh, it wasn't what I expected. I'm just like, it was a Superman movie. Like, what did you expect? Um, yeah. And I think it was because people just like, like, Batman Begins being like the real shift in like the tone of superhero movies from like kind of campy to like gritty and kind of real. That yeah. like, I feel like it did not really work the way that people were primed for it to. Yeah. Um, and I blame marketing, honestly, for that. Yeah. It's kind of like how... Um... Oh. Oh, I had an example, but it doesn't really matter. But okay. I feel like people weren't... Uh, people weren't uh, prepared for what they were going to get. But I thought, it was, I thought it was nice. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, like... Notwithstanding, the actor isn't really a good guy right now, but I think Kevin Spacey did a great job as Lex. Oh yeah, he was a fantastic Lex. And like the um, this is also coming from someone whose favorite like uh, Superman Batman comic is the Search for Kryptonite. So I just okay. I love the personal side of like DC heroes because I feel like they get a lot of like oh, they're super powerful and, like, have all of these massive cosmic problems to handle all of the time. And then, like, every once in a while, someone will just sit down and write a story where both Bruce and Clark end up sleeping on the same sofa for some reason. And, like, that's <laughs> great. I'm here for it. Yeah. Because somehow Lois is mad at both of them and therefore they both have to sleep on the sofa. It's very funny. <laughs> but Okay. It's... I might, I might be, I might be misremembering the exact reason for that, but they are both in the doghouse at that point, so oh boy. It, it works. Yeah, um, I love them. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I mostly agree with people in the camp of how like Ben Affleck was the best Batman that we have, and Christian Bale is the best Bruce Wayne that we've ever had. I think. I think he did. Yeah. Like just. I think in terms of that yeah i mean honestly i'd put them about the same level as far as like both i think they both did a great job like they're they're portraying two different types of batman right so i feel like i i mean honestly i haven't been disappointed in a batman in a very long time so i haven't either no I and i feel like please. the one yeah <laughs> i feel like the one batman i'm disappointed in slightly uh the guy who played him would probably agree with me so 
in as much as is George Clooney from the, it's not George Clooney's fault. He did his best. <laughs> yeah, I haven't rewatched that. Oh, it's a trip. <laughs> my friend and I my friend and I watched it recently just for fun and we're just like there's so much going on in this movie. Oh my god, everyone looks like they're miserable oh from god. like the costumes and stuff like that. Everyone no one can move. But um it's like <laughs> watching the older like teenage mutant ninja turtles movies where like there are people in those rubber costumes just for like <laughs> 12 hours a day like that kind of thing yeah everyone must have had a terrible time yeah no but... it, it just if you get a chance watch superman and lois because they're on their second season so like the first thing is all out nice. but it's just interesting that how when you watch it it is still, like, within the CW universe, mm -hmm. but each episode is shot like a movie. It's oh. insane. Cool. Like, the like the, the quality of it is just very, very, like, high standard, in my opinion. Like I will check it out I for very cinematography much alone. Yeah, cool. like, just him and Lois raising their two kids. Oh. They moved back to Smallville, because both the kids are in high school. Oh, no, I'm here And one of them it. developed powers. Of course. So, um, yeah, it, it was great. Um, That's awesome. I will definitely have to check it out then because it sounds like it's going to appeal to my soft, gushy center of my heart. Yeah, it might. Um, I mean, somewhat of a tangent. We'll actually now get back into your amazing cosplays. But <laughs> one, of the, one, of the, <laughs> one of the cosplays that I actually picked out that I mm -hmm. really enjoyed, like, seeing a few pictures of was... You did the bombshell version of Killer Frost. I did, yeah. So, was it the design that caught your eye, or were you a fan of the character originally? Um, I'm not going to lie. It was the design that caught my eye. That's um, fine. And as much as I really, I really liked the challenge of trying to make something that kind of like the, the elements are so simple. So, I was like, I can really try to nail like the details of this and like get like the shapes right and stuff like that and um i think i wanted to try to make like the what obviously would have been furry but is now icy so like that was the first time i've spiked fake fur that was fun mm. um but no i actually like didn't really get any background on the character until i watched the flash i'm like <laughs> oh Oh, hey, look, it's Caitlin Snow. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but uh, since then, I've encountered her a lot more. Like, I read uh, I read up through volume 7 or 8 of the DC Bombshells run. Um, it, there's, oh. like, relatively difficult to get my hands on, like, physical copies. Um, yeah. But she's in there, and she's fun. She's... Uh, and this is the case with all comic writers, or all comic book characters. They are the product of the people who are writing them at the time. So, like, sometimes she's written very complicated, and sometimes she's written pretty straightforward, where she will just kill you. Oh, that's, and that's nice it. of her. Oh, that's nice of her. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, I think she's fun, though. Like, she has very good, like, fun villain energy uh, like um and i appreciate that 
because I think it's uh, as a cosplayer, it's fun to portray. Um, not that I ever really did too much in like the like the antagonistic side of things, but it's fun to have this in the back of your head. Like I am a Bond villain right now, and that's fun. <laughs> okay. What was your um? She's primarily a villain to Firestorm, right? Um, I think she's primarily a Flash. She started as a Flash villain, I think. Oh, okay. And just, she she's yeah. one of those villains that will can and will cross over. Um, I think that she I think she started in Flash or was primarily in Flash for a while, and then Firestorm is obviously a good elemental counter to her. So it's fun to play the fire ice like dichotomy off of. Uh, off of them as characters so and that's mm. honestly where i think she is more fun and like written more interestingly um mm -hmm. because i think it helps to have that sort of like inherent uh inherent foil to work with as a writer mm. probably um so yeah i i'm not gonna lie i don't know too terribly much about her or her runs in the comics just when i have I like either. seen her pop up she's always been fun at least maybe not the most interesting person in the room but definitely the most fun right right um did, did you did you already mention like your favorite part of working on that outfit or like was it oh, spiking the fur or it was i was just like how okay so this is obviously based on like fuzzy boots and like the like a fuzzy like winter hat but it's ice in the art so how am i gonna do that and then i was just like mm. you're gonna spike fake fur like you spike wigs like it's the same it's actually way easier so I'm like, oh, it's just the same process. Mm -hmm. So I'll just make it, I'll just do that. <laughs> um, right. So I did that. And I, I think it translated pretty okay on camera. It at least looked like frosty fur instead of ice. But it also just didn't look like a furry hat anymore. So it was, yeah. it was pretty fun. Absolutely. My favorite part, actually, uh, ultimately, was making the tiny flash snow globe prop that I had for a while. It broke almost immediately after the shoot that I oh, had no. it for, but I loved it. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry, uh. Barry. <laughs> um, okay. That's great. Um... Oh yeah, like I, I guess I forgot to mention. So like I, I actually done Nightwing three times. Um, nice. He, he was my first. All, all, all of them were New Fifty Two Red. Um, nice. I did his his just straightforward cosplay as best I could. Mm -hmm. That was my first cosplay. So that was just straight up cutting out the emblem in red fabric uh -huh. and hot gluing it to a black Under Armour shirt. Like you do. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> uh, then I did a very. I did my best, but it was not the best. Um, I mean... Poor attempt at recreating his Unjustice armor. Ooh. When Damien took on the role mm -hmm. of Nightwing. Because he, he was a dick and killed Dick. Yeah. He gets better, don't worry. I know. <laughs> so I did that, but then my most recent and honestly favorite version I've done was... Um, with my dad when he was still around at the time... Um, Mm -hmm. I came up with a steampunk Nightwing. 
version. Oh, awesome. And me and dad, when he started going to cons with me, mm-hmm. and essentially became known as, like, cosplay dad throughout oh. all, all the girls, like Jessica Negri, like, all, all these cosplayers that we've met over, over the years, like, he and he got into cosplay. Nice. And so we did together steampunk versions of I Was Nightwing and he was the Riddler. Nice. And uh, That's I'll, awesome. I'll have to tweet you a picture at some yeah. point after, after the show. Um, but that, that was a lot of fun, and he always, he always rewore it. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love... I love when I run into, like, at cons or something, like, parents who, like, have gotten into things or, like, grandparents who have gotten into things. There was um, an Uncle Iroh that we ran into uh, when we were in Kyoshi Warriors, and he's like, yeah, I haven't seen the show, but my wife told me that I looked like this character, and we were going to come to this event, so I just dressed up, and was like... Oh my gosh! You have to watch the show. You'll love it. You'll you'll love the character that you're that you're cosplaying. And then yeah. we met him again the next year, and he's like, "You were right. I <laughs> love the show." Oh, that is the best payoff. Oh it my god! Because like the the second year that we ran into him, and he showed up, he gave all of us little uh, white lotus pie show tiles. Oh my god! Because he had seen the show now, so he could like do like the character he stuff. He saw it in full, so he could properly yeah. do the character. Oh my, oh my god, that's so it's awesome! Fantastic. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say he gave us like tea bags. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> that would have worked too. That would have been. He did have a teapot with him, <laughs> but he had he had the pie show tiles in the teapot. But, oh um, my god! Oh. Great. oh, I'm gonna. Ha- I'm happy now. Oh, that's yeah. Great. So I love. I love hearing about like. It's also nice as like a person who is incurably getting older that like, like it's just nice to see literally everyone cosplaying. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, he passed away from cancer a couple of years oh, ago. I'm um, sorry. But he. I mean, I he he was a nerd growing up because he. <laughs> He he was into you know mostly Star Trek New Generation, mm-hmm. uh, huge Lord of the Rings guy, huge. Yay. Like uh, I, we would have had a lot to talk about. I couldn't. I I'm not into it as much as he and my brother were. I can't. I couldn't get mm-hmm. into it. I appreciate what the movies did, and what the world brought to a lot of people. But um, I mean he actually started going like reading comics because of me, and he he was a big oh, fan of yay. Batman. Good. Um, we actually have one of our favorite moments together that uh, Dad would like to quote. Um, it was one of our first New York Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. He didn't cosplay, but he went with me. We went to a panel. Um, this was New 52 era when they were doing the Death of the Family event. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it, it was the, you had the whole Batman slew of writers. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, Kyle Higgins writing Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean Nightwing. And um, they're talking about it, and at the same time, um, Avengers vs. X-Men was running, mm-hmm. like that whole event. So Scott comes up to the panel, and he asks a simple question. Mm-hmm. Avengers vs. X-Men, who wins? Ooh. Everyone yells, Batman. Uh- <laughs> because, duh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, what was it? Was it, um, I'm trying to remember. There's an animated, there's an animated run of something where Batman just out, outwits Darkseid 
to the point where like Darkseid just kind of leaves. He's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you win this time, human, and then leaves. And I'm just like, yeah, that that would be Bruce. Yeah. So that 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 was just a really funny moment that Dad loved to talk about and laugh over. Aw, good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he got he would read my Nightwing comics. Um, collect he, he would collect Batman Kotobukiya statues. Nice of like Batman and like all the other Robins and yeah. Uh, it, uh, oh God, I miss him. <laughs> he sounds like an awesome dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, if if you had met him, I mean, we we still yet to meet, but I hope we do <laughs> yeah. at some point. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. Jumping over to the cosplay that made me a fan of yours, your um, Trevor Belmont. Yeah, um, my grumpy so boy. My grump grumpy boy. Uh, was that because of the show that you? I would assume so, because you said you did. You've never played the Castlevania games. Yes, I was aware of them as a as a franchise, and I was aware like of the characters in them and the general kind of like some of the most basic story beats and stuff like that. But the show is what I have like the largest base of knowledge from, um, and I've like done some like internet digging into like the plot lines of the various games since. But the show is what got me. Um, and I, I was really not planning on cosplaying Trevor at the beginning because like mm -hmm. Sypha exists and my, my partner and one of our really good friends that, uh, cosplays with us sometimes, I think we were all expecting me to want to cosplay Sypha. And then I got to the end of season one and I'm just like, I'll cosplay the dar the garbage man, please. I'll do, <laughs> I'll do that first and then I'll do Sypha. Um, so I did. I, uh, I just, I really liked Trevor. He was fun, and I really liked his design, and I really liked the idea of getting to make his, his weapons. I liked the idea of someone who fights with whips. Um. Oh, you made his whip? Yeah, I loved, uh, it's funny, I actually made the Morningstar first, um, because huh. I, I knew that that was his, like, that was like his weapon. Like that would be the identifiable weapon for him. Mm -hmm. um, so made it entirely from scratch, 3D modeled everything myself, printed it out, painted it, all of that jazz. And I'm very proud of it to this day. It's His name is Simon, because he's my son. <laughs> um, but, okay. Uh, after that, um, my partner ended up cosplaying Trevor and he needed a prop too. But then I also still wanted to cosplay Trevor, so I needed a prop too. So I ended up <laughs> making the uh, his like consecrated bullwhip from season one. Oh, um, okay. And I wanted to make it so that it would be convention safe, but would still like act like a bullwhip. So I made it out of strips of um, EVA weather stripping, like you put around doorways. Okay. Um, and I learned how to uh, was it like six strand braid. However many strands would fit, I think, around the the handle that I was using. But yeah, I learned how to braid a bullwhip <laughs> um, <laughs> out of EVA foam, and it actually—I love—I'm so pretty proud of how it like moves and stuff like that, and it's light as heck, and like you can't possibly hurt anyone with it because it would be like trying to snap someone with a pool noodle. 
So um, I'm very proud of uh, my convention-safe engineering solution. <laughs> nice. Because most conventions won't allow bullwhips because you could legitimately maim someone with them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Pro tip for all of the Catwoman cosplayers out there, too. EVA <laughs> weather stripping if you need bullwhip. Okay. Yeah. Um... So the the photos came out like phenomenal. Oh, did thank you go? You. Did you like go on location to shoot them or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the photos you're probably referring to are the ones that are taken by my friend Anela, um, who, despite or not despite, um, along with being a legitimately fantastic cosplayer, probably, probably the cosplayer of whom I of whom I am a biggest fan, honestly. Um, She's also a very good photographer. Um, there's a uh, there's a location near where uh, near where we live that's just kind of like a bunch of old abandoned buildings, um, some of which are made of concrete brick, so they can look convincingly enough like old ruins, medieval flavored town settings if you squint hard enough and like keep all of the background kind of bokeh out <laughs> okay um so we're just like that's probably the best we're going to get in a relatively modern area of uh of the country so we headed out there and we took some pictures and a lot of the smoke effects were uh, courtesy of my poor partner running through the back of the picture with a bowl holding a like smoke bomb in it like a waving it around like a like a priest waving around a censer in some uh, sort uh. of like service and then running out again <laughs> so my poor partner spends most of his time doing pyrotechnics for me and I appreciate it immensely right but yeah I'm just uh, looking I'm looking through some of the photos right now Oh. Dated 2019, oh. if I got that yes. right. Um, man, yeah. Yep. In the before times. In the in the before times, yeah. I would... Oh, yeah, I'm watching a video of you cracking the whip. Yeah. Yeah, I'd let you beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, don't worry. It will feel like you're getting hit with a pool noodle. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let me see here. So, when we were previously, like, trying to set this up, mm -hmm. trying to narrow down a date, you said you wanted to wait a little bit to potentially mention or talk about this newest photo shoot that you yeah. did. So, uh... Ironically enough, we ended up scheduling things to where I don't have the photos back from it yet, but I did do the shoots. So. So okay, so tell oh I guess tell me about what what it was. What character did you end up like shooting or? Yeah, um, so uh, kind of like you've done three iterations of uh Nightwing. This is probably the cosplay that I've had that has changed the most since I started making it. Um, because I have a cosplay that is currently um Amaterasu from Okami. Ooh, okay. Uh, and it actually started out as a different uh, Okami style, like uh, Gijinka from uh, one of my favorite anime. And then uh, I I kind of stopped having the opportunity to cosplay with the rest of my group from that. And so I'm just like, well, what can I do 
kind of on my own uh, as like a solo character. And then I was like, oh, well, I really like Okami. And Amaterasu is a white wolf god with red markings. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll transfer it to that. Because um, the character it was originally for was uh, from was from Natsume Yujinsho, and then was the character of Madara, um, who is a large wolf-ish, fox-ish creature. Um, okay. He was white with red markings. Um, mm. So it, uh, it translated pretty okay. Um, I did make some design foibles based on my attempt to save money at the time and not completely abandon a project that I ended up not, uh, not completing. Um, so, uh, eagle-eyed fans of both, uh, Japanese traditional costuming and Chinese traditional costuming will notice that I, my cosplay is sort of a bastardization of <coughs> formal, formal kimono elements mixed with, uh, Chinese Hanfu elements. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I know what I did. I'm cheap. And <laughs> I didn't mean to offend anybody if someone gets offended about it. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, just because the <laughs> some of the undergarments I repurposed are uh, from my planned and then abandoned uh, Rava Gijinka for uh, this the Avatar spirit from Legend of Korra, mm -hmm. um, and with uh, the Avatar setting being largely based on or aesthetically inspired by Chinese elements, it made sense that that sort of like. Uh, bracket of fashion would be what I would make a, a Rava cosplay based on, um, but doesn't it doesn't it looks good, but it's not a formal kimono. Okay, <laughs> which is the the stuff that I had originally based Madara and then uh, Amaterasu on, but I'm I am happy with how it looks because it looks very pretty. Oh. It's just a very, very uh, fantastical take on it at this point. I'm not going to be winning any historical points, that's for sure. <laughs> but that's okay, because I think it will uh, visually visually look uh, quite impressive. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked to see it, hearing oh, you talk about you. the process and like what went into the shoot and just yeah. all the different elements. Yeah, I'm stoked to see it. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Holly's an, an amazing photographer. Um, I, there's literally never been a shoot that we've done that has not exceeded my expectations dramatically. So I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's fun for me to get back into doing shoots. I have realized that I just really enjoy photo shoots planning them, executing them, sharing the pictures afterwards, every the whole thing is just my jam. Oh, in interesting. So would you would you say that's your cuz one of the questions I was going to ask was what's your favorite part of cosplaying? Oh, definitely. Would would, would, would it be that? Like yeah. Screw screw the constructing. Let me just work my stuff and just go on a foot that's your favorite. Yep. I um I'm very uh I I like making stuff fine. I like wearing it better though. <laughs> um, so and I enjoy like this. 
I, I enjoy photography from a technical a aspect as well. I I know enough amazing photographers. I've never felt the real need or desire to get into photography myself. But like, I, uh, I just, I love looking at it and being a part of making it and uh, working with people who are very skilled at it and stuff. So I, um, and the, the thing where I feel like I can contribute the most is creating something cool for them to take pictures of. Um, and that means like the set and the, the peripherals of it just as much as the costumes. So mm. my, my goal moving forward with cosplay um, specifically, aside from uh, hopefully getting back into going to conventions once the world is safe to breathe again. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, my, my goal is to treat cosplay um, and, like, the shoots that I set up as, like, my form of, like, creating art. Like, I I could draw fan art, or I, but, like, drawing isn't fun for me, unfortunately, because it would legitimately be cheaper than all of this. <laughs> but, like, this, this is what I do to make art. So, um... For better or worse, right? Uh, this is yeah. this is the process that I find fun. So, my goal is so, to make bigger, better, more engaging photos. Yeah. So, I, well, from all of that, it sounds like you really take an aspect in the process of like, the photo shoots and the photography, because I'm, I'm always wondering now, now that you brought this up, because you got me thinking of, like, all, all the all the girls, all the cosplayers that I know when they do photo shoots, mm -hmm. um, I'd like to think they have an idea on what vibe that they're going for, but is it, like, mm -hmm. I'm wondering, like, do the cosplayers alone take, control of where they want the shoot go or is it more so that the photographer had the whole thing in his mind and like had an idea on where he wanted this photo shoot to go like is it possible that it's, it's just like a 50 50 down the middle like collaboration or i think it depends um on the cosplayer and the photographer and their collaborative relationship probably and how experienced both of them are um, cause I know that there are, I, and I really hope that this is because the photographers that I work with, uh, enjoy my creative vision and not just me completely bowling them over. But I, I typically tend to take the creative lead on a lot of the shoots that I do, typically because I'm also the one reaching out to set them up. Um, and I think that oh, okay. if yeah, a, that makes sense. Yeah. If a photographer reaches out to a cosplayer to set up a shoot, like there's something that they want to photograph and the cosplayer has it, I would expect that the photographer would take the lead on like finding the location, like having a plan uh, ahead of For time sure. as far as like the vibes and like the some of the shots that they want to get and stuff like that. And I think that it always helps if a cosplayer goes into or, or like if the other half of the equation goes into the project with some ideas of their own. Cause I, mm -hmm. I always think that every endeavor benefits from collaboration. 
um, from however many people are involved in it. Because yeah. you can never have too many ideas, right? Um, no. I guess no. unless you're the type of person who gets overwhelmed, in which case you can definitely have too many ideas. But <laughs> um, as long are as you like, one of those people? Um, I'm close, honestly. Close. <laughs> I am close. I was texting um, my uh, I was texting a friend a while back, and I'm just like, I have too many plans man like i have too many things i want to shoot i'm not going to get them all done this year i'm not even going to get them done next year probably and my friend was like you are i'd like to think you're gonna live more than two years so you've got time i'm like i know but i want to do them all now oh yeah uh, ain't that the truth yeah making stuff takes so much time yeah but uh I, I am very, and honestly, like, I would much rather have that problem than my previous problem where I just wasn't inspired to work on anything or, or felt so pointless in, in my community that I didn't want Aww. to work on anything. Eh, I'm sure everyone experiences with far greater frequency than they'd like to admit. But, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you're not pointless to me. I mean, I love your uh, well, stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am legitimately happy to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. No, um, I'm just. No, it's just funny because I'm just flipping through your Instagram right now, and I'm like, oh yeah, um, yep, the spike spiked up in Killer Frost, and. Yep. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Barry Snow Globe. Rest in yeah. peace. Yeah. I can't. Oh god, that's, that's. I'm so happy we got that close-up picture of it. Holly was very uh, yeah. accommodating. I'm just like, can you please? get this in a shot because i love it very much yeah um so oh you did oh you look adorable as boo 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 that boo oh at. thank you whatever that hell you pronounce boo that okay you don't that's how it's spelled okay yep <laughs> was that was that one of the ets that you just had to cosplay it was it was really cute and we had just decided like a week or two beforehand that we were gonna go down to KomoriCon for a day um, which is, like, Oregon's uh, primary, like, anime convention. Mm -hmm. um, so we're just like, well, what's quick? What's quick that I can do? What's quick? And I saw, um, like, what's what would be relatively quick to construct? Um, That's and I quick? Saw, Damn. Um, yeah, relati relatively. Relatively. <laughs> um, we found the... Uh, we found the crown 3D model and printed it out, and then I I 3D modeled the gems for the the gloves and the choker real quick, um, and mm. printed those out and painted everything as fast as we could, and then uh, made the skirt real quick, put everything together and embellished everything, and then was like, okay, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and I'm just. Yep, just scrolling through, and, um, okay, so, and I, I mean, I'm not even, who do you ship dick with the most? Oh, God, I mean, definitely Babs, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to vouch on that, be, <laughs> just because of, Especially like the story that I've read, like the comic that I've read, where they're mm -hmm. both featured, it just seemed like they have just much more history and a closer yeah. connection. They are they're close, and like they just even when they're not together, they love each other, and I think that that is apparent. Oh, and very apparent. I think that that yeah. is like 
Also, someone brought up a good point once in argument to someone who's just like, well, isn't Dix just like a bad person because he like dates around so much and like he has never cheated on anybody. Like he has always like legitimately been gone like both like dove head into every relationship that he has been in and like yeah. it has always like run its course and ended sometimes amiably only a few times poorly i feel like thankfully but like it's because everyone all of dick's exes still are friends with him mostly like helena is like one of his besties and they used to date and yeah like now now they're just now they're just friends like everyone ends up staying friends with dick grayson i feel like that says a lot about him yeah no i mean like to me, I just feel like the Dick and Corey pairing, just like, it's a sexy pairing, that's for sure. I mean, sure, they're both sure. good-looking people. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Yeah, because I just, I just came across your Starfire for I was like, yay! Oh, yeah. I love that, uh, that wig is gorgeous, holy oh, smokes. Oh, thank you. I originally got it for a Rapidash Gajinka that I never did, and I saw um, Gabriel Piccolo's art, and I'm just like, oh... I know what I could use that for. <laughs> okay. I just have a bot, like a literal Rubbermaid tub of wigs uh, <laughs> sitting in storage. And I'm just like, I will use these someday. I mean, some of them are like wigs from cosplays that I've retired and stuff like that. And like, this is a perfectly good wig. Mm. I will use it again. <laughs> mm. But yeah, no. I think that uh, I think that Dick and Corey are a good couple, and they have a lot of really good story beats. But ultimately, like it's Babs, it's Babs for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you there. I'm just like quickly watching your most recent Instagram post, which was like a BTS of. Oh yeah. Your Amaterasu shoot, yeah. Always, mm -hmm. oh, that's a lot of floof. It is a lot of floof. It is, to be precise. <laughs> Uh, seven garbage bags and one large box of floof. <laughs> if anyone else in the Pacific Northwest is doing a cloud photo shoot, I got you, boo. Please. <laughs> Enough pillow floof to consume anything we dropped in it. Yep. It's okay. It's true. That's what. Yeah, that definitely had been featured. Yep. One of my good friends made me um really gorgeous false nails for the shoot. Like, uh. She asked me what I wanted. And I'm just like, go full on Chinese maximalism, like as much embellishment as you feel Ooh. like. Um, so, because if you wander through anything tagged Hong Fu on uh, on Instagram, it's just like, it's so painterly and maximalist, and it's a very distinct uh, amount of style and elements. Mm. and i love it it's it's legitimately pretty so that's why i wanted to part of the reason why <clears> i wanted to emulate that type of that type of shooting um for this outfit um but uh one of the one of the nails popped off in the middle of the shoot and we like uh -oh. instantly lost it in the uh. in the cloud fluff i'm like oh no. <laughs> no ah we found it again thankfully but it did take a while oh 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 thank god okay yeah yep. you did find it okay yep <laughs> Um, so you had mentioned how you had, you feel like you just recently, like, got your, like, creative, like, surge or, like, flow going. Um, yeah. 
Do you think that the pandemic had anything to do with that? Um, I think that it was a convenient excuse for <laughs> me to stop okay. for a while. Okay. I, um, I had... So back in 2019, I went to uh, Fanime. It was my last convention that I went to. Mm. Um, and I didn't have a good time. It was the first time I had gone to a convention and legitimately felt more stressed than I had fun there. Oh, I'm sorry to hear and it, that. Yeah, it's. I feel a little bit confused still about why that was um because it wasn't the convention's fault or anything and i oh you don't know I why i think it is largely because just because you get asked to do something or you feel like doing something would be popular or something like that isn't a good enough reason for me to want to put in the effort to make things. Um, Cause my, in 2019 I did probably my most popular projects and I think that I am the least proud of them. Um, Trevor, mm. Trevor withstanding. I, I love Trevor. But uh, in 2019, I did my, and I feel all of this is predicated on the fact that there's absolutely nothing wrong with the fandoms or the cost or like the designers or like the costumes themselves or anything. Uh, but like, I just didn't have fun cosplaying them. And part of the reason I think was because I was doing it because I figured they would be popular. Um, like my Savannah Alexandra, um, like pinup version of Mercy that I did, like, like old, like retro Mercy. Um, I did, I did it because I thought that the design was really cute, but I also kind of did it because I knew that Overwatch was popular and probably people would like it. And they did. It's the most popular thing I've ever done, but it's also the thing I'm the least proud of because I just kind of did it for the likes honestly and i was really disappointed in myself because of that oh okay partly because like i'm like scrolling i'm scrolling down your Instagram trying to find it yeah it's it's i honestly might have removed it just for like mental health reasons just because every time i see it it's not something that Fair i enough. feel happy looking at which is awful because the photos of it are really good <laughs> Uh, the no, photographer I... was really was really sweet and did an amazing job like they're really good photos i just it wasn't the right project for me um and like savannah alexander's a really good character designer like i love her stuff it just wasn't the right project for me so i'm i'm going into i also did uh marcella baratheon from game of thrones that year and that's another one that like i did it because i wanted to be a part of like um like other cosplays that my friends were doing i didn't do it because i wanted to do that project necessarily so that's another one that i look back on it i'm just like this was just not this was just not what i wanted to do at the time <laughs> um so moving forward i'm trying to be more honest with myself about like if i'm going to make things is it something I actually want to do for myself? Or am I trying to do it for popularity or You're just so I don't feel... Clout. Yeah, okay, yeah. I understand, yeah. And like, or am I just doing it because I don't want to feel left out? 
Um, so uh, by like my friends or whatever. Um, and I think that it's, that's a very funny lesson for a 29 year old to learn. (laughs) But I, uh, I think that people like hit that sort of question in their hobbies or their professional pursuits or their creative pursuits or whatever, like at certain points in their lives. And 2019 was mine. Um, Yeah, no, it, it, it's just interesting that you brought that up where, I mean, there, there were times early on in my, um, the podcasting show that I was just hopeful that something would hit and that I'd get a lot of popularity or just like numbers, numbers would go yeah. up. It's... And I, I mean, I gave up on that specifically. I gave that up on Twitch mm-hmm. because I would see like the numbers of like who's viewing Mm-hmm. my uh stream and then sometimes while i would stream like no one would show up and mm-hmm. that would bum me the fuck out yeah um it so sucks. i i just took out i took out like the the viewers panel on my yeah. software that i use so that i don't look at it anymore i don't yep. see it i disabled and... being able to view the number of likes on my posts on instagram because i'm like that's so much nicer if i can't tell <laughs> yeah but and then like same thing here like at this point i just it, it's more just, like, doing this show makes me happy and it, mm-hmm. in some ways, gives me, like, purpose in life. Yeah. That I just want to create content and I feel like so far, this has been a hit. Mm-hmm. I've gone to conventions as a member of media representing awesome. my show. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm doing that again this year for PAX East. Nice. Um, and I got to do that at PAX East, the year the, the year shit hit the fan, mm-hmm. right before the world went into lockdown, so yeah, I got in there just in time. Good, but I mean, so that was a that that's honestly been a, a solid reaffirming that like the kind of stuff that um sorry the work that I do like like it it matters and that people yeah. like do pay attention and like enjoy listening to me babble on with whoever I have on as a guest, mm-hmm. whether it's we go on a 30-minute tangent about why we love Dick Grayson so much. And... <laughs> Was it only 30 minutes? Yeah, I, kept, I looked at the, I looked at the, I oh. looked at the uh, tracker. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Staying on topic is not my forte. It's okay. No, this was... I mean, like, I, I did research on you beforehand to get some notes, but, I mean, I didn't realize that you were a UDC fan. Yeah. I guess I didn't scroll through your work long enough. Well, but to then be just fair. Hearing that you hearing that Nightwing is your favorite character legit yeah. brings me so much joy. It, like, yay, someone loves him as much as I do. He is, he is the bestest boy, that is for sure. There are many good boys, but Dick Grayson is the bestest boy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't cosplay from comics very often because a lot of the, uh, garment designs specifically, not like the character designs, but like the garment designs aren't, they are either challenges I do not want to take on or they are not interesting enough for me to really want to, want to do. Um, I loved, again, I loved Gabriel Piccolo's designs because they were just like street clothes and like fun looking. I'm just like, yeah, teenagers would wear that that the same artist that did the raven design that you cosplayed from mm-hmm. yep. okay 
Nice. Yeah. So the like I enjoy typically um civilian or like period uh like historical or like something with a very strong uh like artistic right um aesthetic about it as opposed to like uh I guess like any I'm scared of spandex is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm terrified of spandex. <laughs> There's a character that I would love to cosplay from Endwalker, but I would have to do a bodysuit for it, and I am terrified. <laughs> oh. Big spoiler, though, so I'm, I'm not going to okay. go into it. <laughs> well, so honestly, um, first off, how how, uh, how you feeling overall? Like, you still feeling good? Like, you can go a little bit longer? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got I got another hour or so in me, probably. Okay. My that, roommates that, are upstairs doing various things, so so we're good. All right. My cats are asleep. Yeah, so are so are mine. Oh. Well, well, one quick quick story. So like, I I felt lonely in my apartment. So my friend, my bestie, who came up with the original owner, uh, smuggled in um a cat. Illegal cats. My favorite be, type. That had to be given. I mean, I mean, my my place can have cats, but it's like oh, good, okay. <laughs> it, but like they don't know, so like, yay, my rent ah, will go up. Gotcha, but, yeah. Um, so I got her in December. Mm-hmm. She was small. We're guessing one to two years old. I set mm-hmm. I set up a, I set up a vet appointment for mm-hmm. her first vet appointment for like the end of the month. Apparently, maybe she, I was told she had all her shots, That's stuff good. like that. So we I love have her. immunity. I have what? We love immunity here. Yep. I have her named her Tifa, by the way. Oh, because yay. duh. Of course. So I have her. She she eats a lot, and I know <laughs> that that. Well, no, I noticed that her belly was getting fat. Like, am mm-hmm. I feeding her too much? Cause, like, I give her like a quarter cup of food, and she acts like I don't feed her. Like she yep. would legit jump up into my kitchen sink, try to get food scraps, go on the oh. stove, try to get food scraps. Mm-hmm. Tear out the garbage bag and go through the garbage. Oh my gosh! So you I have start, a raccoon. So I start feeding her more. Mm-hmm. Her belly starts getting larger, and we've settled that like it's dissented. Oh, so yeah. So that she probably has parasites. Oh. Boy, was I wrong, because oh. last Wednesday she was bre- she was being very affectionate the night uh-huh. before. Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning, last Wednesday. She comes up and lays in between my legs mm-hmm. as I'm sitting down in a chair. Mm-hmm. She starts breathing fast. And Uh-oh. I'm thinking, uh-oh. I look up the internet. Said respiratory issues. Great. Mm-hmm. Potential early vet visit. Mm-hmm. She starts leaking liquid. She's probably spraying. She's going to heat because she had a litter before I got her. Oh. Did she have fast. a litter after you got her too? She got pregnant at some point before I picked her yeah. up. I didn't even realize that she was pregnant. She gave birth to five kittens oh last my gosh. Wednesday. You have so many cats now. <laughs> Thank God they're all going to homes. Oh, I've got good. a home. I'm glad. I've got a home for each of them, and I'm keeping good. one of them. Oh yay! So, are you naming it Eris? No, actually. Depending on the gender, I picked out either Riku or Kyrie because Kingdom oh. Hearts is my favorite gaming franchise of all time that is perfectly acceptable 
very good choices. Her original name would be Tifa's original name was either Tifa or Kyrie, but I'm like Aww. Tifa just feels right to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Like she's probably in the main living area, so I'm in my Aww. my bedroom right now. But we got <laughs> we. We transformed the box my PS5 came in into a box for the kittens. Oh, poor so mama. They're, so they're just they're just all sleeping. Oh. All five of them. If you scroll through my Twitter or Instagram, you'll find pictures. Gotcha. If you haven't already. I have um, been so bad at scrolling through it, uh, Twitter recently. I sure. Have, I've hopped on, seen something that upset me, tweeted about it, and then left. <laughs> I've been very, very, I've been uh, very maladaptive recently. So I've been hanging out mostly on Instagram, but Instagram never shows me anything that I actually want to see. So, <laughs> no one that I actually follow. I, I think last week, which would have been before she had the kittens, I saw you post a picture of Tifa and I liked it. But that would have been before you realized anything that was happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, algorithm on Instagram is crazy. I follow uh, like four hundred people. I see none of them. <laughs> well, so if so, I've been ignoring your stuff, I'm very sorry. It's no, not on no, purpose. It's, it's, it's fine. Instagram is, is uh, Instagram it, is Instagram. It is what it is. It sure is something these yeah. days. That's for sure. Very harmful to sex workers and all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's bad. not yeah I I can't figure who is having a good time on social media right now but it's <laughs> definitely not me or anyone I know. Um, well, but well, so the reason why I was asking if you were okay, like if you could go longer, because I did promise you that as best we can, <laughs> we would do a little bit of a tangent into Final Fantasy XIV. Yay! Because I'm ready. <laughs> Well, it was funny because I just saw a recent tweet of yours where you said your partner wanted to get into MMOs with you, mm -hmm. and you picked FF14, yes. and as a result, it's now consumed your soul. It has, 100%. <laughs> I was, uh, it's funny because I, uh, I kind of, like, I very easily slipped into a hiatus when it came to cosplay because 2019 was the year that Endwalker came out. And that was my first uh, expansion release uh, that I would have been there for because I started playing actually like kind of right after Stormblood released. Um, I was mm. wholly unaware of this at the time, but um, I started playing like that had already happened and everything. My my first like full purchase of the game was like the Stormblood pack. Um, mm. So I remember like the login screen from that for years. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, so 2019, like, going into it, like, my partner and I, like, sat on the couch and watched, like, the live letter when they announced, like, Endwalker and stuff like that. And so we just sat there watching uh, Yoshi P and team talking just in Japanese for seven hours and, like, trying to pick up any details we could and, like, <laughs> tweet, like, uh, watching Twitter for, like, tweets uh, and... I was watching Twitter, he was watching Reddit for, like, people who were doing their best to, like, translate as we went and stuff. Okay. Um, because they they weren't doing as many live translations for the live letters at that point. Um, so, because now we have, like, uh, Aimee and other members of the team who do, like, 
live translations for the live villagers, like pretty much all of them, I think. Mm. Um, at least the ones that are directed to JP and like US and EU servers, I think. I think um, the Korean servers just had one today or yesterday. Um, and obviously those weren't trans like they were translated into Korean, but uh, they weren't really for anyone else, I think. Mm. Um, so maybe it was just an interview <laughs> and not a live letter. But um, which are like the big press releases for anyone who doesn't play 14. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Using too much vernacular. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, again, I'm not a gamer. I have played. <laughs> okay. I I played a lot of like puzzle PC games when I was a kid. Um, my parents were actually not fans of video games at all. Um, uh. So we we never had any consoles growing up. We weren't really allowed to play Ooh. when we went over to friends' houses or Ooh. anything. Um, I grew up in a very very conservative setting, which is all I will say on it. Because I mean, oof. Um, <laughs> sorry, go go for it. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, wait. We we could play video games, but I mean, like, um, con conservative values and politics. And um, yeah, thank God I didn't follow in that footstep because yeah, woo! yeah. That's all I, we'll say. Um, yep. <laughs> Same though. Back to um, waifus and husbandos. Um, yep. So then, That's what do the... you hmm? do? You play one character, or do you play? Do you have multiple? Oh, or I... I, I or no, I should say not really one. Well, maybe maybe you do do multiple characters. I was gonna say I don't multiple have the jobs. time to have ult. Yeah, I don't have time to have uh, usable alts. Let's say. <laughs> uh, so I have I have my one character. I have Aya, and uh, she is. Uh, she she's the one that I do everything with, much to the chagrin of all of my friends who play on other servers in data centers. Okay. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> but the uh, yeah, I I have a main. It is Paladin. It has always been Paladin since I realized that I hated dying easily. <laughs> so I, I started I started off the game as a monk. Um, ah. And then I hit level 30 and realized that I I hate getting targeted by things and dying all of the time. So I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go back and be a tank. Um and I loved it because I could get smacked by pretty much anything and I would have I would have time to kill it without panicking. Um mm -hmm. I have a I have a lot of gaming anxiety. So oh, being able to at least not die while I'm figuring things out is very helpful. Yeah. Um but it was very funny because for a long time I was playing kind of just to get by. Like, I cannot stress how casual of a player I was until I kind of hit the end of Stormblood. I sprinted through the last patch of Stormblood after finishing up uh, Fanime after, like, we got back. Sprinted through the final patch of Stormblood for, like, doing the MSQ and then had enough time to finish the Omega Raid tier. Um, and then, uh, Shadowbringers came out, and it was all over for me. <laughs> and that's when I failed. Yep. <laughs> like, I, uh, since then, like, we, uh, Ugh. we found, like, a really, a really, uh, adorably supportive and, like, uh, 
welcoming group of friends that we play with on our server or like various other servers on the data center that oh, we're good. on. good. And so we have like a little community and uh, from from that community, we've like pulled in other people and like we have like a, a savage rating static. Um, most most people in our group also like have other groups that they raid with and stuff like that. But yeah, for me, I I am too much into cosplay um, to spend the necessary amount of time. Uh, that it would take for me to a have multiple groups or b raid any more hardcore than I already am doing, which is still pretty casual. Yeah, I am I the world's okayest paladin. Yeah, I I don't think I'm I would ever be into. I mean, maybe we'll see how it goes. If I want to try high level raiding, I don't know if I'd want to. That's um, fair. I do what, it because what race? What race did you pick? Mikote. Yay! They have the cutest animations. <laughs> um. Yep, I started off as a Mikote. I Fantasia'd once for April Fool's Day into a, a female Rogadin, and then I Fantasia'd right back. <laughs> like, I need, I need my ear wiggles. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so I I started. My main guy is Dragoon. Nice. Because duh. Yeah. That is, give, my, you, that is my you give me an option. Yeah, you give me an option to play as a Dragoon, I am here for it. Cause yep. I think Kane, Kane was my first introduction to Dragoon. That was like... Nice. Oh, my God. That, that, like, that, is, that, is still, that is still my... If I had unlimited time, skill, and money, I would make Kane full yeah. armor. Full he stop. He has such a cool look. Um, oh my gosh, you're gonna love you're gonna love some of the gear from Endwalker. That's all I'm gonna say. I heard there were Final Fantasy four instances or like homages with the gear, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I started out in an Elizin. Mm-hmm. When I got the like paid version, mm-hmm. I realized there were dragon people. I was like, yes. ooh, dragon yeah. people, dope. Yep, so I and fantasia. You, you get your I, free fantasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fantasia into a dragon person. Nice. I haven't looked back. Yeah. So um, it's it's been really great. Just I'm so glad. I had my first traumatizing moment on stream when um, spoilers up to a specific point in Stormblood because that's as far as you're gonna get. That's fair. Um, when. Horshafont died in End uh, Heaven's Word, and I was like, "Yep, fuck no." Yep, because he was such a bro. It's just like, dude, this game will kill your friends. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh god. And then, it's... and then, and then, it was Edmond, like the main, the main count. Yeah. The actor died recently, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Um, and I was last... like, "Oh, he did a good job." <laughs> he did. We lo we lost a dad, and it was. Um, I we lost I... a dad. Oh my god! Yeah. How many more dads are I gonna lose? Oh, sorry. I <laughs> that was a very very poorly worded thing to say. I realize now. Oh god! Yeah, because I we yeah we just lost. I just lost. We just lost Mefrin, and. I, I guess just getting to know the guy. Apparently, we met him earlier. I don't remember. I don't know when. I don't know where. Uh, but it's it, okay. Yep. 
He'd yeah. gone. Um, I don't want to believe that Papalima was gone, so I'll, I'll I'll keep it at that because you probably already know the answer. I do know the answer. I will not tell you what it is. Okay. Um. What else? What what else about the game do I enjoy? I, well, I mean, like <laughs> the music is phenomenal. I I was just oh I was just gosh. I was just like slightly geeking out because like you know I would like you know like but like but like as like I would have like stream like be on like a starting soon screen and like mm-hmm. as I'm booting up the game like Endwalker would like the the title screen would kick in and then the movie would kick in. Yeah. And so it was just so awesome listening to the Endwalker like main theme like movie and yeah. hearing parts of the other expansions like in the theme mm-hmm. like i i heard heavenward and then i heard one part that i didn't realize it was stormblood until mm-hmm. literally when i got into the expansion pack and the battling kicks in and i'm listening to the song i was like yeah. wait i just heard this what the fuck <laughs> this is awesome yep <laughs> it's uh it's very funny because, like, we had, I don't think anything, I don't think any piece of, I don't think any trailer has hit me as hard as the Shadowbringers trailer did. Um, and to this day, I still think it's my favorite, just based on pure, like, the amount of goosebumps it gives me. But um, Endwalker is really special, because, like, Shadowbringers would be cool if you didn't know what the fuck this game was. But, like, Endwalker is cool because it's, everything you've gone through as a player up to this point so like if you've played the game like i can't listen to most of the music from endwalker without crying still and it's i've i completed msq the mm. week it came out <laughs> whoa so yeah it was a lot of long days i was very very tired <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as tired as my partner he stayed up like 72 hours straight working on msq he's like now is not a good time to stop I mean, like, i'm like I mean, okay like, well you're gonna sleep soon he's like maybe i'm i mean like i'm trying to take my time with it but like i wanted to blast through arr yeah get to heaven's work because everyone said that that's when it's gonna start to get good yeah the end the end of arr like the like the last that the first time you get the several cutscenes will play in succession better set aside time for it like when that first happens, shit gets real. And it just gets oh, better with, from with, there. With, with the with Sultana the... and... Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a hint of that in the Heavens Retreat. I was like, so when is this going to happen? Oh. Yep. That's when it's going to happen. Oh. Yep. <laughs> that causes the whole expansion. Oh. It does. The, um... I mean, I've oh, heard that... Special. I've heard that Estinia makes a comeback in Endwalker, so I'm like... Cool. <laughs> I will not. Don't say anything. It, no, I will not say anything. <laughs> I, uh, God, it's so hard not to spoil He was a dick, but like he eventually warmed up to you and like. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, this game is very good at using the characters that it has established. Um, because like I, I enjoy writing that uses its resources that doesn't just keep throwing new things at you all the time when there is a perfectly good thing that has been established that like you would like to see again probably Mm. um so this is a game that's very good at that which is good because it's an mmo with 
five expansions, and it would be terrifying if you had to keep track of, like, an entirely new cast every expansion, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, there's a lot, like, nothing ever feels old or stale, um, but it's always a treat when a character that you have met previously shows up again. You're like, oh, it's you! Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing that throughout the game. Because, I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, like, I, I knew of FF14, I knew of its horrid first launch, I knew yeah. of, like, my partner nuking, played in 1.0. It was I, as I, dreadful I, as like, everyone says. Yeah, like nuking the server and whatnot. Like, so I heard that like Heavenward is when it gets good. Mm -hmm. Shadowbringer kicks it up a notch, and then Endwalker oh, just makes you cry. But I'm like, mm -hmm. either I wasn't paying attention at the time because I don't really hear anyone talk about Stormblood. So, Stormblood is one of those expansions that gets an unnecessarily bad rap, I think, from a lot of players, in as much as it is a lot of setup. Um, but it is oh. the reason why Shadowbringers is as good as it is. Because oh. kind of like ARR kind of honestly gets a, a worse rap than it needs to a lot of the time, because it's a setup expansion. Like, it's the first okay, thing that, that existed after 1.0. So it's setting everything up for you. And then Heaven's Word is kind of the payoff for that. And then Stormblood sets up a lot more stuff. And then Shadowbringers is the payoff for all of that. And then Endwalker is the payoff for literally everything. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting. So that's why. So, okay. yeah, I think that what I think that the negative feelings that people have about Stormblood is just the fact that it is a lot of setup. Um, I, I will keep that in mind then. Yeah, that'll so, probably make it enjoy it a little bit. It's like, yes. Some people were telling me, you know, like try to take time for some of the side quests, and I'm like, what side quest? Is there a side quest? What's a side quest? Oh my gosh. The blue quest? I don't know. <laughs> I'll I'll try to because I'm like I'm at this point just trying to blast through. Because I mean, like I'm telling myself, I got like two full expansions to get through. Yeah. Do you? Like, I, I got a long haul. It's like. Yeah. You attune yourself to the aether current to like fly around, bitch. I'm not gonna fly around when I'm done with Stormblood. I'm done with Stormblood. I'm gonna fly. I'm not gonna fly in Shadowbringer. No, I'm gonna fly in Endwalker. I, <laughs> I never, I never do. I never do aether current until <laughs> I finish the MSQ for an expansion. I'm just like, I am not gonna take the time to run my ass around this map when <laughs> I have people that I need to see. So I'm a. So like I'm not too far into MMOs because I'm a former WoW player and so I, mm -hmm. I gave FF14 a chance because everyone was raving about it yeah. so friggin' much with Endwalker nearing its launch mm -hmm. and then you had Activision Blizzard being a god shitty awful company. Yeah. And then the mass exodus of WoW players went to FF14. Mm-hmm. And then and, the servers melted. <laughs> yeah, and then I took part of the free trial and then I just I am so far very thoroughly pleased with it. Um, I'm so glad. And just, I, I mean, am... it it really is. Like people have said, like WoW is an MMORPG. FF14 is an RPG MMO. It's mostly a single player yep. experience. Yep. With the ever so inclusion of queuing up for dungeons every yep. now and then. Final Fantasy 14 is a Final Fantasy game first. So if you like Final Fantasy, you will instantly like this. If you are used to Western MMOs, this will be a different experience for you. Mm. But I still strongly believe that it will be a good experience, just different. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, the yeah, God, I love the story in this game so much. Like this, I started playing fourteen because it was the prettiest MMO that existed at the time. I okay. stayed playing fourteen because I fell in love with the characters first, and then the story deeply after that. Yeah, I uh. Like obviously, when you're level five and running around killing ladybugs to level up, like you're you don't feel very special. But like, um, I started in Olda um, and kind of stayed there because I started with Monk and then switched to Gladiator slash Paladin. So mm. the Scion that I met first was Thancred, um, and finishing up Endwalker, like he is of the adult Scions because. I adopted I, I adopted the twins so so they're my children now. <laughs> yeah. These are mine. I love them both. But like uh among the scions like Thancred is the one that like was is is my oldest friend in the game. So like it's funny to have that kind of like, like the way that you have relationships with people like they might not be your closest friend but they're your oldest friend and you know that they get you even though like you might not have as much to talk about with them or something mm. um like that's that's my relationship with Thancred waters <laughs> yeah. um and like everyone will have over the course of the game probably like these weird attachments to side characters and like People you only meet from one quest and stuff like that, but that's because like they're they're like weird. They're just weird little guys. Mm. Like they feel like people, and like that's it's nice to have that experience inside of an MMO because I feel like I I actually tried uh, I tried WoW twice. Yeah. Um, and I played for about like five hours each time, and it was not for me, unfortunately. Um, and then, like, completely aside from my feelings on Activision and Blizzard, which, parentheses, are very negative, but, um, (laughs) and, like, this is not to say that I think that Square Enix can do no wrong, because they absolutely can. (laughs) Um, I think that, I think that the team that Naoki Yoshida runs is amazing. Um, it itself is probably not without its flaws, but I think that he, as a producer, is fantastic and square enix should be fucking lucky that they have him um yeah but uh yeah i i I started out in gridania and oh so you got you got i got you and papalimo yeah and the just music gave me severe whiplash nostalgia for like just the early like i mentioned before i'm not big into lord of the rings but mm-hmm. I am instantly thrown into, like, the starting, like, motions of, like, the Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Because of the music and, like, the Hobbit music. It's just, like, yep. this severe whiplash. is like, oh, I feel at home here for some reason. Yeah, and, like, is very Rivendellish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... I mean, like, I just felt like that was a natural point for me as an elf at the start because mm-hmm. I was elves through and through in wow during my time in wow yeah uh i did the very start i was a night elf hunter Mm -hmm. then i switched sides went to the horde and was a blood elf paladin and then i had a blood elf uh mage blood elves have very Um, cool fashion sense yeah 
and like all just just the woods, the scenery of like yeah for the night elf, for the blood elf. They were just very, very meaningful and like very important to me. And I think Gridania hit that on all fronts. I'm glad. And I I, I was just grinning like an idiot the entire <laughs> time I was walking through this whole starting area and just yeah. The shroud is very pretty. Like like that area. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I I Well Da has its moments for it sure. Is the Chicago of Aeor's <laughs> And I could give two shits about Limsa Lominza. I'm sorry. That's, oh. a, that was a bland I I'm sorry it was a bland area. It will get better, I promise. Okay. I I think that Were you I the same? Might... I think that I liked Merlweb the least out of the city state leaders at the beginning. She is now my favorite. Ooh. Um, she gets some fantastic character development in Shadowbringers. Interesting. I'm, Ooh, in Shadowbringers. Because, okay. like, back in ARR, she gets her ass handed to her by Yastola for, like, the way that they treat the beast tribes around, and very rightly so. Um, and I'm just like, is this Limsa problematic, yo? Um, yeah. but I, uh, and I think this is, uh, a good example of a point that I always enjoy making about this game is that it cares what messages it is trying to tell you with the stories that it tells. Like, mm. and sometimes I think that people think that it is preachy maybe. Um, but like, I feel like the writing team cares about the lessons that it tries to get you to take away from playing the the story and i i really appreciate that because i feel like they they typically handle things really well um and you see a lot of development and like examples being made through people's like character arcs and stuff like that and it's just it's really nice i like feeling like there's something more than just a plot behind the games that I play, but there's, like, uh, a moral, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that might have something to do with, like, the fact that I... I, too, was raised on Star Trek Next Generation, so I have a lot of respect for, uh, like, things that try to, to make salient, like salient points uh to its audience about like struggles that are being experienced or have been experienced for centuries sometimes yeah <laughs> um so like it's nice it's nice to have like some philosophical meat behind my video game <laughs> <laughs> for sure but what mean... did you oh sorry no go ahead i was just gonna ask your opinion on lease since you are to that point I. To be fair, you barely it, spend any time with her, I guess, so it's not really I, a fair. I question. mean, I don't have. I mean, like, I, I spent her time masquerading as her sister. That was a little bit it's of true. an interesting shock twist. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. She's she, she's fine. I don't That's... know why I feel weird saying that because I spent with her. I mean, she was. Just, <gasps> I, I I don't know. It's like like I said, she's masquerading as her sister. Mm hmm. I spent the longest time with her as her sister, and it's like... Mm -hmm. So you don't really know what's her and what's, like, the put-on stuff, that's, right? That's it. 
That's yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. I I'd be like, yeah, like I'm just no getting to know who Lise is for mm-hmm. at the first time, and it's um, she she's not. I mean, I I'm warming up to her. That's fair. I'm so I don't, sorry. I don't, I don't, it's I don't, a bit I don't, of an unfair question. Yeah, I'm, I'm warming up to her. I mean, my cute outfit. That's for yeah. sure. Um, Lise is like my big sister in the game. I. I like her a lot, and I think she gets a bad rap, and I don't really understand why. Um, and I think that it just has to do with she's one of the primary characters in Stormblood, and everyone kind of has a weird opinion about Stormblood. Yeah. So, I hope I hope that you have a good time with her, because I really like when people like Lise. <laughs> okay, I will keep that in mind. Um, I mean, I will say that considering that Yoshi P and his, I guess, development team or something related to that is in charge of FF16. Yes, um, he is. Um, he's helping produce it, I think. Um, that was or is he directing in... it? I think he's I... producing it. I can't remember. <laughs> I am looking it up. But I mean, like, I got faith in him so oh, far. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Anything that Business Division Three, which is their like it, it's their section of the of Square Enix, anything that they touch, I'm just like complete confidence. Even if it's not what I'm expecting, I'm sure it'll turn out well. Yeah. So. Let me see here. Set in the fictional land and blah blah blah. Produced by Yoshi P. Ah. Yep. Directed by Hiroshi Takai. I don't know who okay. that is. Okay. I'm not I'm not familiar. I can't tell if I'm familiar with the name because he's attached to 16 or if it's because he's directed something else that I am aware of. His name is in highlighted in Wikipedia, so he I got nothing on him. Okay. Uh Ooh, a and new kid. I mean it's Creative Business Unit 3, so isn't that mm-hmm. the same people that made 14? Yep. Yeah. Yep, they're they're a larger unit. So it'll be interesting. I love uh I love the fact that the fourteen community just kind of adopted sixteen. It's like, ah look, our little brother. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean like I, I, I would I would watch like one YouTuber slash streamer that I follow, like she's also big into fourteen and I'd watch her mm reaction clips to Shadowbringers an event in Shadowbringers so it's like mm-hmm. I don't call it spoiling because I already forgot what the fuck happened so oh that's good <laughs> I'll get to really I'll get to realize or view some of the stuff that I guess was in the videos for the first time mm-hmm. like, um, oh that's what happened oh yes mm-hmm. I imagine Minfilia is coming back at some point so I'm like I'm not too worried about her I don't I don't know you know the answer. You don't have to say I anything. I do know the answer. And you're talking <laughs> it out of me. Okay, I worry. I will stop right here. Um, no, I mean, I, my... I, think, I think that was... that was the was, Is Stormblood the first time we've seen Xenos? Yes, he is Like, we've encountered him? Yes, he is introduced in Stormblood. Okay. So you would not have run into him beforehand. I mean, he did in the Endwalker trailer, so I was like, well, I'm going to be seeing this yeah. fucker for a long time. Um... <laughs> You will run into him at several points during the game. Not all of them will be in ways that you expect. So. Oh. Uh, 
Fun. I will leave that as uh, as open ended as I possibly can. Okay. Boy, was I surprised when <laughs> when things happen. So. I I, all I know is that this girl that I watched with reactions, uh, she's in in obsessively in love with Graha, so I know he comes same back bitch, at some point. Same. <laughs> I know he comes back at some point, so mm -hmm. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't remember. It's good for me. Yes. Um. I mean, I guess, I guess, Rian J becomes more prominent because I feel like he. He does. I just feel like he's always in the background. He is. It's very I mean, he, funny. He did, he did that temporary like flip to the bad side, but mm -hmm. wasn't uh, wasn't really. I don't know. Because uh, I want to see more of him and his and his little Shakespearean. Shakespearean mannerisms. Urianje is the surprise high point of of Shadowbringers. Like you'll get a bit more God of him damn. in Stormblood, but he he shines like a diamond in Shadowbringers. <laughs> I love Urianje. He's such a nerd. I adore him. Uh, I mean, everyone views Yistola as a waifu, and I can understand mm -hmm. why. I think Yishtola is the scion that I'm the most scared of. <laughs> okay, like, I believe it. I realize that Thancred probably has the highest likelihood of murdering me successfully without me noticing, but I would see Yishtola's coming, and I would not be able to get away from it. Like, there's not a single thing I could do to stop her from killing me. You would me just stand there in horror. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, they're 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 all fantastic. Um, I I mean, like just just hearing. Just, I mean, like just occasionally just rewatching the Endwalker trailer and it's so thankfully, cool. <laughs> thankfully, not knowing what the hell is going on, they all go to the moon. Woohoo! <laughs> moon. The moon does happen. I am somewhat turned on by Alize's voice. I don't know why, but it's Her very, it's very... Her voice actress is so lovely. Uh, it's very good. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm excited to have her get more screen time. Oh, that's going to happen mean... a lot sooner than you think it will, too. You will get to... Oh, cool. You will get more acquainted with her very shortly. Um, And then, I mean, Alphano is just Alphano. He's just... He's my boy. He's I love sweet, him. Sweet, sweet cinnamon roll boy. Like, oh my gosh. His his character development has been the one that makes me the most proud mm. over the course of the entire game. Obviously, like starting with ARR, just because like he was such a sarcastic shit in <laughs> ARR. Yeah, like I, I like can remember, I, yeah. I deeply appreciated him as a character because he was also the only one moving the goddamn plot forward. But like he was so he was so sure of himself. And then Yeah all then, of Heaven's Word happened. I'm just like I get And then his world came crashing down. <laughs> yep. Cause like cause like instantly when all of that happened, I'm just like, I admit that you set yourself up for failure, but I will I will hurt whoever hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he, um, he's my ride or die. Like, if I had to pick someone yeah. from from the cast who was like my partner, it like in like a professional sense, it is Alphano. 
Yeah. Um, other standout characters that I'm aware of. Uh, Ilbert the piece of shit. Thank God oh he's my dead. God. Ugh. <laughs> my, uh, one of my friends who started playing uh, in Shadowbringers accidentally in character creator made Ilbert and he showed up <laughs> the first time we were like, dude, we will buy you a Fantasia right now. You have to change. <laughs> he accidentally made him like perfectly like haircut, hair color, oh all of that jazz. I'm just like, sir, you need to change. At least get a haircut. <laughs> He's like, what? I don't understand. And like, well, you will. So like, Wait, he, what? He he did he... He made the character like randomly? Yeah. He didn't so didn't know it's very... who the character was? Nope. Uh, so it's very funny. All what of the Ilbert, fuck? Just like you can make a like perfect recreation of fan creating character creator, you can also make a perfect recreation of Ilbert in character creator. Okay. Um, the uh, There are very few people that you cannot make perfect recreations of. Um, I think the twins stand out, obviously, because you can't... A, you can't make elves and children, and they also have very specific, like, custom faces. Mm. Um, you cannot make a perfect recreation of uh, Emmerich. He is oh actually. Oh my god! He's actually an Alra character model, like face, um, with no scales and with Elizen ears. Okay. On like no, an Elizen body. Know, I mean, I mean, maybe it'll change, but as of right now, Emmerich is my ride or die. He's, he's a great, fucking bro. He's oh also god. the prettiest person in Eorzea. So pretty. <laughs> he's so pretty. Um, oh he's fantastic god. too. Oh I, um, oh, I adored him, and I would. I just... <laughs> Once Horshafon died, I was like, yeah. oh, "Don't do Emmerich, please, no." He, uh, if you would like a mild spoiler, he's still in one piece at the end of Endwalker. Don't worry. Oh, thank God. Um, oh, you can't recreate Lucia either because you cannot make garlands. <laughs> Who's so. Lucia? Lucia is Emmerich's right hand. Oh, that's right. That's right. I had a yeah. brain fart. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, like, there are specific... Also, you can't do Sid or Nero or any of the other Garleans, but... Oh, okay. Um, You can do uh both Sid and Nero's haircut, though. Every time I find them in character creator, I'm just, ah, the Nero. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm at... Yeah, I know who Nero is. Why am I having a brain fart? I, I, I mean, he, he, he definitely reeks of. I'm not, I'm not done seeing you yet. Yeah, he will pop up again um, and again and again. <laughs> he, I'm... anything Sid does, he has to do better and twice as fast. <laughs> so, I, I, I love Nero. <laughs> Nero is like. He's such he's such a shit. He he's taken over the is a little shit character from Alpha and it's so good. I feel like just based on what I know of Nero already, if I had to make a comparison, he's Loki. Kind of, yeah. I, Ex I to me. I just, except that he's, he's, he's very a little, he's a little shithead. He's very easy to figure out because 
his motivation is will this annoy Sid? Yes, <laughs> I'll do it. Um, so like, it doesn't matter if it's helping you or hurting you. If it's the thing that Sid is working on, can he do it better than Sid? And if the answer oh is yes, oh my God. then he'll do it. Um, Look, I saw shades of that when they were trying to get the Omega weapon online. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> um, it will. Uh, like there, there is more nuance to him than that. Also, why I recommend doing the Omega raid tier, at least just for the story, because um, you you will see. A, it has probably my favorite fights of the whole game in it. Like mechanically speaking, like doing the fights are just a joy mm -hmm. um but also the story is very good and cute and it has a lot of sid and nero in it omega raid tier yep it's the raid tier for the stormblood expansion so you will unlock it after you hit level 70 or you'll uh, you'll have the chance to unlock it after level oh uh, okay so that, that will be coming up for you is that something that's like in every expansion like a raid tier story or whatever yes Actually, they have done that every every expansion since ARR. They have had one alliance raid tier and one uh, raid raid tier, just just raid tier, I guess. Um, so I, I, the, I, okay, so I obviously must have missed them because I was I'm because at this point I'm just like blasting through MSQ. That's fair. Um, I don't have I don't have time to do the these raids or whatever the hell. That's totally fair. I would recommend stopping to do Omega because it will it will enhance the flavor of everything that comes after that. Um, because spoiler alert, no side content in this game stays side content. It will eventually become plot relevant. Um, but uh. they, they've done they've done a pretty good job of making sure that you have a pretty good idea or that you're not able to skip anything important anymore. Um, except for, I think, the Omega Raid tier. That's why I always bring it up to people. I'm like, it will it will feel better when you hit the end if you have done the Omega Raid tier first. Because <laughs> mm. um, there's there's some important story in it that will that will make everything cooler when you get there. Yeah. I just I just find it hilarious how like at this point, um, there are some days so like I I, I stream FF fourteen um mostly two days a week mm -hmm. the only time i play it but then it's just and like i have set i have set limits like i'll either either i you can i can usually go for two hours or if i'm feeling hyper i'll go longer but then like my mm -hmm. friday my fridays as of now are i do an hour of final fantasy 14 and then mm -hmm. the rest of the stream is i'm working through the um Guardians of the Galaxy game on PS5. Oh, nice! I fantastic. Oh my god! I have heard good things about it. The writing is hilarious. <laughs> I'm um, glad. But it's just so funny. So like, I have an hour limit on FF14, and mm -hmm. it's just hilarious how sometimes that hour is just nothing but cutscenes and running yep. around and no fighting at all. I'm like, yep. Oh, that's the hour. It's, Time to it switch. Is, yeah. I'm not complaining. It's just funny. <laughs> it the the game the game really wants to tell you its story, and it will take the time to do that. It's, a, it's definitely oh. the Final Fantasy part of it. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you play 15 at all? Did or... I play 15? Uh. You looking at the screen right now? I'm tabbed. Oh. <laughs> oh, that answers my question. 
Comto is adorable, by the way. Good, good choice. <laughs> Again, but... I went with his casual outfit, sand jacket, because I'm not gonna make that goddamn jacket. Are you kidding oh, that's me? Fair. I will All take those... any. I will take any easy route in a Tetsuya Nomura design. That's very bar fair. none. Also, those boys are so fancy. Like he's some obsessed of them are legitimately... with belts. Yeah. What sucks oh. is I think I gained COVID weight and I, those pants don't fit me. Oh, I threw them no. away. It's okay. As soon as we all get to moving again, it'll go away. So I'll have to buy the pants again. But like, I still oh. have the wig. I still have the tank top. Nice. Uh, that was that that is, that is, next to Steampunk Nightwing. That is the other common <laughs> cosplay that I will wear. Nice. Because it's so easy to wear. Well, I'm glad. And like, I do have a Polaroid <laughs> camera Good. as a prop. Yes. You have to, right? And I do take Polaroids of people Aww. and give them as memories to them. I'm so glad. Yeah. I I love the fact that, like, Prompto was such a good excuse. This is a total tangent and not why I brought it up. But, like, I love the fact that, like, they, they made a character that encouraged you to, like, play the game differently. And I love that. Um, which, swinging back around to my original tangent, the Final Fantasy XV crossover inside fourteen is a, a gem. And the next time it comes up, because it will come up again, I I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. I think I you know what I think it's because I was under leveled that I couldn't do. Yeah. I can't beat the finale of that small quest line with fighting Garuda. Oh really? And utilizing the warp strike, I can't do it because I think I'm too I was too low of a level at the point at that time. Huh. I had I had a real uh I had a real rough time with it the first time I tried to do it too. So don't worry. There will be another opportunity and, and you I'll will be a more just, experienced player. I'll try, I'll try to just grind out the Magitek supplies to get that damn car. Oh, you uh I think do you have to do you have to unlock it first? Cuz I know you buy the car with MGP. Yeah, but you got to do the quest line to unlock the oh, car. Oh, right. That's true. So I haven't, I haven't done it because I'm stuck on Garuda. That's fair. I completed the quest line back in the day, but I was too busy prepping for my first fanime when it came out to get the MGP in time to buy the car. Oh. <laughs> so I had to wait for two years for it to come around oh. again. Just like, give me my car. Oh. But uh, everyone else flexing on me. The scrub who was too busy cosplaying to buy a car. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh man. So well. So then I take it that you're very familiar with Final Fantasy as a series. Um, you would think that actually, but fourteen oh, and wrong. fifteen are the only ones that I've actually played. I have started six three times and got interrupted three times, and I've never been able to get past the first area. <laughs> oh no. Um, I I keep getting encouraged to play six by my partner though because it's his favorite. Um. And I, uh, I do intend to play it. I don't know when I will be, get around to doing that. But the Pixel Remaster is coming out, so maybe that'll be a good excuse. Oh yeah, it is. For me it to is. sit down and do it that. Um, but... fifteen, fourteen are the only ones you played. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I'm addicted to gap closers now. Thank you, Noctis, for Warp mm -hmm. Strike. <laughs> Oh man. Um, Which sucks because hmm. Paladin doesn't get a gap closer until level seventy three. Yeah. I mean, I imagine you're open to playing the other entries at some point. Oh, for sure. It's just a matter of managing 
my time and right. honestly feeling motivated that is a thing that i usually rely on other people playing video games mm -hmm. for me or next to me so either let's players or if my partner is playing a game that i am interested in then i will sit next to him and work on whatever i'm working on and then watch him as he plays through i started my own playthrough of the witcher 3 but honestly ah. it was more fun for me to just watch him play through it because i am bad at video games and he is not so <laughs> i'm in anything that i consume i am in it for the story necessarily um yeah it's very funny that i got into like end game rating in 14 because i'm that's the first time I've done anything purposefully difficult that really, it doesn't give you more story. It just gives you diable gear. So I guess fashion yeah. first, cosplay first, video yeah. game second. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean like, so my personal favorite Final Fantasy is the first one that I've ever played and beaten, and that was 10. Ooh. 10 is fantastic there are some very hilarious memeable cringy scenes but it is like <laughs> the combat is great the story is fantastic it'll make you cry Aww. the music is as always it's a standout i mean if you have the time and energy like if you happen to find the time i would highly highly recommend Getting the 10, 10 2 HD remaster somewhere. Ooh, okay. Um, that is my all-time favorite. Um, I think that I like... would. I would go on point to recommend four since you played through Endwalker. I would love to play four. Um, I think that like narratively, it would it would be a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Um, seven, I think is an obvious. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have to play seven, like at some point, even if I don't want to, I have to play seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick to the original first. And then if you want to try your hand at the remake, uh, go okay. for it. Okay. I've actually, I've watched, uh, I watched a friend of mine stream, uh, a good chunk of the first of the first like block of the remake um mm. it's really pretty it so is really pretty i uh i haven't seen anything i haven't seen anything past like the middle section of that um i'm actually very bad at watching streamers i'm i feel so bad because i have so many lovely lovely friends that stream and i'm always like so easily distracted or i will just like sit upstairs doing w whatever I'm I'm working on it at the time, and uh, I'll like let my phone go to sleep, um, and then <laughs> miss like an hour and a half of whatever was happening. It's like I'm so sorry, I'm back. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Some. I mean, some days I will spend the entire day watching my my friend stream, because some friends do will stream like for like eight hours, mm -hmm. which is insane. I don't have that energy at the moment. I can't fathom, honestly. I can do two to four hours at max. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's it. I'm drained. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, I'm... I'm enjoying 14, and I'm very much looking forward to the long, long road that I have <laughs> ahead of me. I'm so glad. 
Um, you that keep that quote in mind. It will come up again. Actually, you've you've made yourself plot relevant at this point. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Um. Yeah. This game cares about your feelings and your mental well-being, despite what it demonstrated in Heaven's Word with how it treats certain characters. But this game cares and about like, its players, and that's an interesting thing to experience. And, like, I feel like, I mean, like like we mentioned that, like, you know, this is a Final Fantasy game first. And, it's, mm -hmm. and like, I've even read that, like, the developers have stressed this, like, you know, if you want to take a break and not pay for the game... Go for it. Oh, yeah. Like, we're not that... pressuring you. Because that, that's what got me about WoW. I always mm -hmm. felt pressured to log in every single goddamn day to yeah. do meaningless dailies and farm dungeons and raids for gear. Mm -hmm. I think Yoshi P is going to get that quote tattooed on his forehead or something at this point. Because I think he brings it up so much. He's like, please, go play other games. <laughs> this will be here when you get back. Like... Pretty like, much. I like, mean, like... He plays other games. Like, he... Uh, I think in one of the live letters, he said he plays... He plays 14 on his own account. Like, five five hours a day. Or something like that. And then on top of that, he also plays other games. Like, he was a fan of MMOs before he took over 14. And that's why he took over 14. Mm. So, like... the yeah, I mean, look, like... Their whole team, once wants people to play other games <laughs> yeah i mean like when i when i clear up other games like like i'm playing like ff14 in conjunction with guardian when i finish yeah. guardian i'll have more time freed up to play more ff14 yeah and then like i devote my weekend stream to switch games nice and um like I are do... you are Go you ahead. playing arceus no oh okay are you no, no, but uh, lots of my friends are. Lots so of my like... friends are, and I'm like, I am happy that this very, very far cry from the OG Pokemon formula <laughs> is paying off. Yeah. In spades. It looks way more. It's it not looks... for me. Yeah, that's that's. Very I fair. don't think it's for me. Like it, it, I, I. I will thoroughly enjoy watch others play it if others start to stream it, but like it's just not for me. But um, that's totally fair. I mean, that's honestly I, how I feel about Pokemon in general. But yeah, I just I just do. Like right now, I think they just had a Nintendo Direct and they announced mm -hmm. that um, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are coming to the to the uh, online service mm -hmm. through like the Super Nintendo app and whatever. And nice. like I don't know why, but like I had such fond memories of playing earthbound for the first time on the wii u mm -hmm. that i definitely want to pick it up again nice so i'm definitely like planning to stream that tomorrow awesome um, so i'm really looking forward to that but like yeah like i for now i feel like with the time that i spend in 14 i feel like i do i am getting my money's worth for like how much i'm paying for a month mm -hmm. and like i'm trying to just make sure i keep enjoying it because i mean like i want to and, like, I'm sure I will. So, it's like, if I do, like... Hang on. Oh, yeah. Do not burn yourself out. Yeah. It is... One, two, Nothing's three, worth four, burning five, yourself six. Out. Six, six to eight times a month I'm playing this game. Mm-hmm. Depending on however the, the, the month is laid out. So, it's mm -hmm. like... I'd say that's a fair amount. And if I'm playing, like, a two hours a pop, 
That's why I think that's almost two, four, six, eight. Wait. Three. That's close to 24 hours a month. Yeah. It's at least less than a dollar per hour that you're playing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm just very excited and slightly terrified of where <laughs> the story will take me. To the moon, who, man. Who, I know it's going to take me to the moon, but who am I going to lose in the process? Oh, I'm not telling. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. Let me have my heart broken on stream live. It will be it will be more fun if it's a surprise, I promise. Okay. <laughs> uh Well, on that note, <laughs> I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about or share. Oh, I feel like your audience is going to be so confused by this random girl talked about DC Comics and Final Fantasy for like an hour and a half on this cosplay podcast. I enjoyed the fuck out of it, and I promise so you glad. hopefully that others will too. I hope so too. Because um, I feel like this is, I mean, I promised you, I promised you, you get your FF14 That's splurge true. in, and I'm glad I did because this was fun <laughs> to glad. hear... To, like, just hearing you listen to a relatively still newbie. I still have the Sprout icon on my name. Oh, Sprouts. Um, I love them. Yeah, I actually had a random solid good friend of mine on Twitter invite me to her guild. Because nice. for some happenstance reason, I just happened to pick the same server that she's been playing on for who knows how long. Awesome. So her and her... Feeling. Her and her SO invited me to her, to their guild, and it's been fun getting to chat with her whenever I get to see her online. Yay. Whenever I play, so it's been great. Like I I visited their like little island or house or whatever the hell you mm -hmm. call it. Um. Free company house. Yeah, apparently I got to rise through the ranks of my own company, the Serpents, to buy yes. a room, which is dumb. Yes. Whatever. Well, it's still an MMO. They got to get you to grind for something. Right? <laughs> I got the money to buy a house. Why won't you let me buy a house uh, or a room? Um, yeah. But in any case, this was an absolute delight getting oh, well, to finally thanks. talk with you for such a long period of time, fawning over your work, <laughs> happily finding out that you're as much of a dick lover than I am. There's the quote right there. There's the quote. There's the last innuendo of the evening. Um... <laughs> I owe you a giant hug. I say that to all of my guests, uh, all of my first newbie guests that like that I followed for so long, or at least a decent period of time, where I just like I want to meet you at a con. Yeah, well, either one of us, one of us will hop coast, so we'll make it happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, but with all of that mushy stuff being said. <laughs> Emirates, if people want to go find your work, where should they go? Oh, well, if you would like to see if you're if you're pretty much just here for like my cosplay content, definitely go to Instagram, which I am Emrys Concept on there because I I try to keep that just my cosplay work. If you want my cosplay stuff and like my work in progress threads and like just an inordinate amount of Final Fantasy. 14 shit posts uh go to my twitter um it will just be a slew of that 
Um, and I am Emrys Concept on there as well. So, yeah, I also technically still have a Tumblr. It's also Emrys Concept. I'm like never on there though. So, if you never want to interact with me, hang out on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. No, Tumblr's still a thing. Huh. It is. It is a pretty nice place to share photos because you can upload them in like a pretty high resolution and like the framing of them is very nice. Uh, and you can like kind of keep it's. Eh. I I don't really experience much on there personally. Uh, yeah. Twitter's fun for uh, dropping stuff on people and then running away cackling into the misty night. And then Instagram <laughs> is just a photo <laughs> album. So. Yeah, it really is a photo album. Um, it is. Cool. And then yeah. you guys can just follow me at the usual places. Twitter, where... Sorry, not sorry for being horny all the time. <laughs> uh, Instagram is just me showing off all my collectibles. And, and all the new stuff I get in the mail. Antifa. Antifa, yes. And soon to be Riku and or Kyrie, whenever the hell yeah. I can figure out what the sex is of the cat. Fair enough. I'm st I mean, I'm, I'm stuck with them for I'm stuck with them for two months. Yeah. For her that's... to wean them off, so it's like that. This is a perfect opportunity to see if Which I can ones? handle. Yeah. More than one cat. That's a good point. My friend says I can probably handle two, no problem. Specifically because Tifa's doing such a good job caring for them. Like she's yeah. such a good mom cat. Um. Yeah, and then I stream on Twitch on Mondays. No, not Mondays. Tuesdays and Friday evenings, and then Saturday and or Sunday uh, morning, depending on what the heck I have going on for that day. Um, but, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this fun-filled episode full of tangents and gorgeous cosplays and really awesome, like, deep dives into Emrys's like, thought process and... <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. They'll love it. Um, yeah, and hopefully I will get to see you guys soon in the next episode. So thanks for listening and have a great night.